Welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's Sean Bell. I'm joined by Matt Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. Someone this week couldn't be bothered uh, moving their child's birthday for the sake of the show. Yeah, what's so that I think about? We know, think we know where David's priorities lie now, don't we, guys? Someone's very willing to change their, their children's birthday. One of us isn't. Yeah. <laughs> How's that make you feel, James? I don't know. I mean, I think it does demonstrate... A you know a heightened level of commitment from me, obviously that David yeah, just clearly shows, doesn't have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, new new main one confirmed. Um, yeah, Dave's not, <laughs> Dave's not here this week because it's Harry's birthday, which is fair enough. Six years old. It's yeah. insane, isn't it? Six six years since Harry murdered Joypod. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, but it's all for the best because now that we're well, yeah, d- yeah, I didn't murder it. it. Placed it into a chrysalis, and then it emerged a beautiful butterfly. That you can listen to now. This show is supported by Patreon. If you'd like to head to patreon.com forward slash TCGS, you can give us some money and get some extra stuff. Uh, there's we Among the various tiers, we have a producer tier. And I'm, I, just, oh, I, thought, I thought about doing the full Nels thing, but it just felt wrong. Yeah, that's producers that. for this episode are <laughs> Alan M. Nash, Aaron Patrick, Anthony Oakinson, Toby Henry, and Adam Capone. Thank you very much for that. Um, Matt, what's in the feedback? Um, okay, so I'm going to start with this one. It's not terribly exciting, but I had a few tweets about it in the week. Um, Mark Phillips, love the podcast, etc. Um, episode 188, one hour nine minutes in. You talk about an amazing sounding game, but you don't mention the title. I know you have to be careful of dropping spoilers, but I think the title is okay. Uh, we got a bunch of people actually in the week, and I actually have last few weeks saying, "Hey, why didn't you mention the name of the game?" We like we got asked out eight like, months ago, maybe a year or so ago, and we decided we weren't going to like just. Cry Bar the name of the game into conversation. Yeah. So what I did instead was, in every preview episode, there is show notes on your podcast player of choice or Spotify or whatever. Um, just look at that, and it says all the games we've spoken about in the order in which the games are spoken about. So, or just, or just go to computergamesradio.com, and then again the episodes there of all the show notes. So uh, that's what Matt's where trying the to list say is of games. Read are. the fucking notes. <laughs> I, I mean, I. <laughs> For every podcast I listen to, I always look at notes to see, you know, about the show. But maybe that's just not common, or people just don't. Well, I don't or... know. I mean, I always read the notes because usually you write something horrible about me, like most weeks. <laughs> so that's not true. I always want to have a look and see what it is. You know, it's, yeah. it's curious. What's we'll he digging me up anyway, for this week? Yeah. yeah. So games. I mean, I, I get it. Like I've, I've definitely like been listening to other shows. Um, I mean, usually if it's games, I can pick it up by context. But if it's like a film podcast or whatever, and it's not, you know, not necessarily my chosen field. I, th- I can get lost if they don't like mention the title of what they're talking about. Yeah. Use it just like the beginning and the end of the bit. Um, but yeah, it, it does feel very forced if you're not careful. Yeah, I get that. But yeah, yeah. So so we'll we'll, we'll try and be better where possible without just crowbarring yeah. in. But even <laughs> even without that, it is in the show notes. So uh, yeah, uh, last week's <laughs> show there wasn't really a lot of game talk. There was a lot. No. Of- other talk and and sadly we've got a lot of feedback about that other talk it will start with Liz Walker <laughs> hi guys after last week's toilet habits were revealed I feel it was my duty as someone who works in the water industry to email you to ask you and any listeners who use them to ditch wet wipes as they are they an absolute environmental nightmare 
uh, for starters, we get idiots who flush the damn things down the toilet, which causes huge problems for the sewer network across the country. Wet wipes are simply not designed to degrade like toilet paper and often get stuck in the pipes. In some scenarios, this can be combined with other things like cooking fat, another huge problem. Sanitary products and nappies, yes, yes, people are chucking these down the toilet as well, which creates what is commonly referred to in the industry as a fatberg. A fatberg can completely clog up the sewer, leading up to... Yeah, anyway, lots of bad stuff here. Um, <laughs> essentially... Um, I'll skip to him. Sorry for the environmental rant, uh, but even if you don't, but if you don't want to ditch your wet wipes, please consider using some biodegradable slash compost friendly brand, or make your own wet wipes using toilet paper, some lotion, and storing it in a sealed container. Check YouTube for some DIY guides. I say yeah. all this as someone with two small children, I understand holes. The hovers of a poo-covered baby bum. Anyway, please continue with a great video game chat. Um, <laughs> sure, yeah, so, get all that. Sean. I yeah. did. I mean, we had a few of these. Like, there was, the, there was a bit in the Discord and a couple of tweets and stuff. Of course I use biodegradable ones. They're flushable. I'm not a monster. I wouldn't just... <laughs> I know, like, the, the so the actual baby wipes, they're not flushable. They go in a bag and go in the bin, which, to be fair, is still not brilliant with the environment. Um, but, yeah, no, the, the ones I use are, are 100% flushable. So it's fine. Probably. Um, it was a massive coincidence, but this week, um, mm. uh, sort of flushable wet wipes entered my house as well. It was yes, actually, mate. It, it wasn't. It wasn't through choice. Hand told Jill, but basically she <laughs> bought some for for Elodie, and I was like, "Oh, that's, that's funny." It says they're flushable, but I'm I'm still not comfortable flushing around the toilet. I don't oh, honestly, they they like they they properly disintegrate even like. From, is that from, like, from an aggressive you're scrub? Too, you're a bit too vigorous with them. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, they're, they're really not not that bad. Yeah. So anyway, Sean isn't a monster, and yes, everyone listening, please just put your wet wipes in the bin if they're not degradable. Well, hang on, Matt, we're missing the main thing here. Have you had a go with them? No, no, not yet. No. Oh, mate, sort it, it out next it week. It wasn't high in my. Okay, that's homework, is it? So, yeah. Saving yeah, it, it for later as a special treat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, anyone listening, don't be a monster. Sean wasn't a monster. I think we've got that covered. Um, We also, James and I spoke about a bet about the price of Xbox and Xbox Series X versus PS5 on launch day. Um, James seems to think that the Xbox will be more expensive. I think it'll be cheaper. We're trying to work out what the uh, the terms of that bet is, or more, (laughs) to be more accurate, the forfeit. Um, Mike Mike Pettit. Is this stuff? Oh, I should write it down. Yeah, it's Pettit. Yeah, not, yeah, not Pettit. Surely whoever wins the price bet gets to decide on the game for the other one to stream. And suitable costumes to stream in, <coughs> but no crazy 6,000-hour JRPGs or whatever. But it could be fun, no? Um, what do you think about that, James? I don't know. I don't know. That's... Mm. <laughs> Uh, hey chaps, I uh, love the show, it's the highlight of my week. Uh, also, please change everything. Why don't you talk about this specific game I play? Anyway, here's what I think should happen in the bet between Matt and James. The loser has to make a one-minute video that will be tweeted from the TCGS account without any context in the tweet itself. Just them talking to the camera, the winner gets to write the script. Cheers, David Turner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that. I, that is it. That's got to be it. Yeah, no. I, Do you know? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I think that was quite good. Yeah. So, so, um, so when I win, I write the scripts and then James, right, has, to and James has to read it out. Sincerely, you can't like you know obviously <laughs> look like you, you know. Yeah. No. no I, I, I think that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't um, know about James. that. I don't know about it. I'm not not entirely happy with that. Well, I mean, what? well if you're confident you're going to win, it doesn't matter, does it? I'm very confident I'm going to win, yeah. But no, well, there you go. no, no, no. But that's not the problem because <laughs> the problem is, is then I'm going to have to do work to write a script for Matt, and I don't know if I want to bother. 
I mean, what? That's true, because like, one look, minute look, of talking minutes, is actually... Ten minutes of writing, if that... I'd rather <laughs> have the cash equivalent. That's... <laughs> okay. There is no ten cash minutes. equivalent. <laughs> well, what is the cash equivalent of ten minutes of your work? Now, actually, don't reveal that on the pod. Okay. Other suggestions. Jack, Jack Mulder. Um, bet winner gets to pick the stream games for a loser, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, basically... I think so far that, that that's that's the winner. Sadly, it has come from Dave. But because um, the thing with the stream, like picking each other's stream games, is that the temptation will just be to pick something really shit. And that, but then what if that just results in like quite a boring yeah, stream? That's I mean, the problem. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah um, it's a winner so far. But I, th- I think there's, there's probably better out there. Um, yeah, that's it so far. Um, Charles UK, you guys moaning that there are no games. Dreams PS4 came out last week. Make your own, you lazy gits. In fact, maybe the loser of the next gen price bet should be tasked with making the bitter nest using Dreams. So I actually went out to buy Dreams this week. Oh, um, well, because for whatever reason, I've still got Fallen Order sat on my shelf here. Yeah, and me like, too. regardless of how how I feel about it, the fact is I finished it. And I don't, I haven't needed it for several months, so I don't really know why it's still here. So I was like, yeah, do you know, what? I'll I'll go and trade it in against Dreams because Dreams is only what is it, thirty, thirty five quid? Yeah. Um. So I thought, do you know what? Full order will actually cover most of that. Went well. to game, loaded boxes on the shelves with a little sticker on it saying, "Take this to the counter and we can order it to deliver to your home." What? And I was the- like. Uh, I know where this is going, so I thought, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Took it to the counter, and he was just like, "Yeah, sorry, mate, it's not in stock." I mean, and to, you know, to be fair to the guy serving me, he didn't try. He didn't even try and do the like, "Oh, but did you want to order him? We'll we'll have it delivered." Um, like he didn't it's, do that. It was, it's, not it was in stock like, it's not because it sold out, or they just didn't well, get any know. physical, or they just didn't get it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, so I was mm. like, All right, I guess I'll, I'll guess I'll leave it then. I mean, I've been really tempted to get Dreams. That that's how desperate I've been for new games. Um, <laughs> I mean, not, not I have zero interest in making anything. Uh, although I've heard like some quite passionate podcast people saying how much they've enjoyed making it, how cool mm-hmm. it is to collaborate and stuff. But I, yeah. I, I have no no interest in that whatsoever. But it's just you know, mm-hmm. I've seen lots of people tweeting about oh, this demo's cool, this thing's fun, or this is a weird idea, or you know, people literally recreating other games you know last yeah. Yeah. Made, like at the moment there's like about a thousand recreations of world 1.1 isn't there like mario <laughs> it's like that's just gonna be that isn't it it's what always yeah. happens with these things yeah but i know why because they're because they're, they're, they've got like a, something to to learn the tools with like that's, yeah, yeah you, I think obviously it you start with something familiar yeah exactly that's, yeah. that's fine that makes sense but yeah i don't know like i obviously i've already said on the show i wasn't convinced by the beta like everything i played i was like this is really cool considering it was just made in dreams but none of it was <laughs> yeah. like this is a game i would play for a long time maybe it's things have improved um like i do but i do still like the idea of like i'm just gonna load up dreams and not really know what i'm gonna play like i'll yeah. I just want it to throw shit at me and be surprised it would be great for a weekly streaming show wouldn't it yeah yeah absolutely um, I mean, imagine. I mean, it's a shame they don't bundle this with like ps5 or something do you know what i mean as in like you just got that and you can download yeah. like games off it and stuff like that. It'd be it'd be good. Or I mean, maybe yeah, there's a yeah, PS Plus title, but yeah. then I, don't, I don't know where they're making money. You know. Mm. <laughs> but no, um, like obviously everyone's been talking about was it Art Dream, which is the, the sort of um, the actual one made by Media Molecule and okay. Kara Ellison wrote it or had, had a hand in writing it. And like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I do. I would like to try that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I've no interest in the making. But yeah, it's just been pretty, pretty, uh, pretty. Quick. 
quite out there. So even I'm like, oh, maybe I get dreams, but see, I don't yeah, get that. I mean, there's I, just I mean, I, there's so God, many. I mean, I've I've got so many games still left to play. Like yeah. particularly from last year, I've got no time to play something like this at all. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. It's even though it is it is interesting, but then you get the same thing as like you know Super Mario Maker Two, where it's like this is great. I'm enjoying creating a couple of things with this, but am I really going to sit here for like days and days and days crafting something? I haven't got time. Like probably not. And uh, that's the yeah, same. Yeah, but with this. that example, didn't you also like that because you could pay the because you enjoyed playing the levels? Yeah, exactly. But I enjoyed the like the campaign from that. Whereas I've heard that the campaign from Dreams is not not amazing. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. okay, but it's not something you buy the game for. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm in town again tomorrow. I will keep an eye out, and I'll have my copy of Fallen Order burning a hole in my jacket pocket but do you know how much you're gonna get for that i bet you'll get pennies probably yeah about 15 quid probably because it's yeah because it's, it's a <laughs> well yeah because it's a, it's just a single player game isn't it so loads of people will have traded it in mm. so i've mean, got cex where you are i mean i have but then i'd only get i'm trying to think <laughs> Not, not, I'd have to, I don't go in there. It's like, yeah, yeah, but, no, but I'm, I'm thinking more that you um, can check on the on the website how much you'll get, and I'll no, get, that's I'll be, true. I'll be able to get more. Anyway, yeah, um, right. uh, Lewis Belfort, Matt's office head. If PS5 launches at 300 pounds, I'll go four nil for a month. That that wasn't what I said, <laughs> Lewis. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. I, didn't, I said Mark's, and I gave a really impassioned speech about why I think Microsoft. It would make sense <laughs> for Microsoft to do something crazy. I, 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 don't, I don't know if Sony will, but it would certainly make it interesting if Microsoft's like, here we go, 300 quid new console, what are you going to do about that, Sony? It would be interesting. I, I think it's incredibly unlikely because Sony need the money and Sony aren't as money rich as Microsoft are. They can't afford to be losing fuckloads on each console. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I didn't say that, but, you know, uh, look, I look forward to your uh, your, your full now subscription when, um, when Sony have to react <laughs> <laughs> to Microsoft's $99 <laughs> Series X. <laughs> Um, Lee Sparks uh, as somebody who listened to part of last week's episode within the four walls of Rockstar North I thought Dr. Numbers gave his GTA boring idea a really good go <laughs> if we're ever in touch if we ever need sorry uh, of a legally qualified medical practitioner come design I'll be in touch <laughs> I mean now I feel silly I do enjoy this occasional thing resurfacing that like oh yeah like if someone shouts is there a doctor in the room we'll all point at James <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yeah, that not happened on the flight good. yet, James. No, well, no, it, it hasn't happened, fortunately. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you say you're a doctor, but it's like not medical. You have to like make yeah, it yeah. very clear it's not medical. <laughs> but yeah, like, is it like a legal? Okay, maybe not legal, but do you have to basically say you are, are a doctor if you are indeed a doctor on that flight? Or no, no I don't think there's any requirement because I no. read an interview with Harry Hill. Once, <laughs> oh yeah, because you know, he used to be a GP before yeah, he became yeah, yeah. a comedian, and um, yeah, and he said like there's been instances where yeah, someone shouted, "Is there a doctor here?" And he's sort of kept his head down, and then oh, thank God, someone else has said something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's he now ducks it. We well, said because it's been that many years, he probably wouldn't know what to do anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because uh, little Harry Hill was also a GP. Um, if you didn't know that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to love Harry Hill. Yeah, no, yeah, James. But I, I really want you to. I want, I want it to be a flight, James. So you have to say, yeah, I'm a doctor. And then Tom's like, oh, brilliant. Can you, this man's dying. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, you don't understand. Sort of. No, it's one <laughs> no. of those things. I mean, I never mention it. And I mean, the only time we ever use it is when I'm is for work. Like, 
outside yeah. of work, I'd never use it. And when you need just, to get you know, like, when you need to get like a table reservation at a restaurant, <laughs> we need to like, skip the queue on towers. <laughs> you know, or when you're just filling in like online forms, do you ever get tempted to just be like actually no, no, okay, <laughs> so, what's the point? <laughs> you know, yeah. Does it not make you feel good? Not particularly. No, I'm really bothered. Right, Again, it's, no, no. it's just it's just things for work, isn't it? I just use it for work. It's so uh, you know it's. Yeah, what would happen if I start taking the doctor thing? What's the point? Yeah, who checks? No exactly. one checks. I don't think. Yeah, I might do it. Just go oh, ahead. There you go. Yeah, interesting. I might do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, Steve Lambert at Made of Squares on Twitter. During the conversation, uh, rehash slash rehearse thing. You're not alone, Sean. I totally do this. Yes. Also aware I'm doing walking down the street alone, which also makes him look well odd. He also <laughs> says um, I do the rehearsal thing as well. And he always thought it was a bit mental, so thanks for validating him. So no, Sean, you're very much not alone. Excellent. Not weird. Or at least there are a number of us that are weird. Yeah. Which I, is fine. I, I, I've definitely remembered or thought about some some other weird thing I do, but I'm going to save it in case... Um, in Steve case Jill mentions yeah, it. Yeah, in case Jill mentions it. If not, I'll, I'll certainly mention the, uh, it. Yeah, just to address this for anyone who's, who's hoping for that bit this week. Obviously, Dave's not here, so we've postponed the uh, asking our wives about weird things we do. But the emails have been sent, so we'll no, see. No, they haven't. I, I still haven't sent mine. I, I will. Oh, you're not? It's just, no, I just thought... Have you, have you sent yours to Jill, Sean? Yeah, yeah, I have, Okay, yeah. cool. I, mean, started, I told you what started with a very heavily caveated. I hope Matt has mentioned this because otherwise <laughs> this is really strange. Yeah. I heard you. What, I told you, you know what what Chen said with it. Like <laughs> you she, did. She but would, please, please tell the listeners because it's well, no, because she she was like I don't know what to do for this, and then she started <laughs> writing it. And then yeah. she was there for quite a long time, and I said, "What are you, <laughs> what are you doing?" And then she just said, "Well, once they you know the ideas start coming, they just don't stop." You know, a <laughs> 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 bit worried about. Oh, that. That's going to be good. Yeah. Can't wait. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm genuinely fascinated to know know what Joe writes down. Um, yeah, could, could be could be quite funny. Yeah. Um, this one's from Anonymous. Uh, during, not, uh, the, rega- not the online hacking group. No, not I those hope, guys. I hope no. it is. No. Yeah. That would be brilliant. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. Who knows? We'll, we'll find out. Um, regarding the recent slew of games leaving GeForce now, um, and we'll cover a bit more of that later on, I find many aspects of the story surprising. It seems ballsy of NVIDIA to assume that they could just start streaming players' entire stream li- uh, Steam libraries. While I've, while I've never sold a game through Steam, and I don't know the particulars of the contract between Valve and the publishers, it is usually the case in the games industry that a contract between a platform platform holder and publisher outlines a set of use cases covered by the agreement. Sony, for example, can't just take a game license for PS Plus and whack it on PlayStation now without renegotiating the contract if that, was, if that wasn't originally, originally specified. As such, NVIDIA may be breaching a contract that other publishers have with Valve and not sure if they have the sole offending party or if anyone kicked up a legal case whether Valve may be held responsible if the opposite party in the original contract um... It's dicey. On top of that, there's the fact that NVIDIA is making money from the service and were they not a party in the original contract negotiation at all? Uh, oh, sorry, and they were not. It's like if Microsoft discovered that Wii U discs could somehow be played in the Xbox One and just started openly selling Nintendo games through the Xbox Store, taking the profits for themselves. Or if xCloud included a Wii U streaming without asking Nintendo. Dicey. Uh, streaming is essentially a new platform, and that always, always, almost always means new contract negotiations. For film, um, Blu-ray distribution rights require a different contract than DVD distribution rights. Uh, Rockband had to relicense all his DLC when bringing Rockband 4 to current-gen hardware. As more streaming platforms emerge, there will likely be money thrown around for exclusives as well. If NVIDIA had carte 
Blanche to stream any old game on Steam, all those publishers wouldn't be able to get any of Google's, Microsoft's, Sony's streaming exclusivity money. It's a grey area. Can NVIDIA determine a game streaming future just because a publisher signed a contract with Valve to sell their games on the PC platform 10 years ago? Is NVIDIA doing anything wrong since the contract specified that that game is being sold to being... Is that specify that the game is being sold to be played on the PC, even if it is a remote PC on a server farm somewhere. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's quite interesting actually. It's a good point. Yeah, um, I, never I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll we'll get to this in the news, I imagine. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's but there. yeah, just just briefly. Yeah, it's interesting because as an end user, you're like, well, it gives a shit. I'm still paying for the game, and I'm just, I'm just as you know, as the as anonymous says. You just ha- it just happens to be running on hardware that's remote rather than one that's in your house. But then, yeah, like if the people who are publishing those games actually had designs on launching their own streaming platform, that is a that is a, a problem, probably. Um, yeah. So yeah, we all, yeah, really yeah, we'll, we'll discuss this a bit more in the news. Yeah. Um, I've, I made a, I made one comment last week at Mobas. <laughs> so, somebody mentioned Dota. You never do that. Never ever mention that game. One, go on. one, one comment because I, I wanted to find an answer and I brought a whole world of world of pain on me. Chris Atwood, apologies if it's a little bit lengthy or boring. I've actually cut this into two halves. The other half is in the question section. <laughs> in last week's episode, Dave wasn't sure if people who are heavily into MOBAs or don't own consoles would be interested in TCGS. I'm one of those listeners. I'm one of the PC nerds who haven't really owned and played a console seriously since the PS2. I don't even play most of the games discussed on the podcast. I come from the bounce and Matt's attempts to wind up James. Well, I mean, successful attempts. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of listeners out there like me who to who who like to think one day I'll try some of the games you talk about, which sound good, even the ones which I know would be right up my street. The thing I'm finding more and more since having two kids, two and a half and nine months old, is that by the time we've got them in bed, had dinner, had a shower, walked a dog, sat down with a cuppa, I can't be fucked to fire up something new. Uh, but I do like to think... Um, into a good old game of Dota. After 2,000 hours of playing, the rage has left and it's easy to enjoy a game for what it is without getting annoyed by the Russians and 14-year-olds. After 3,000 hours, you have a solid grasp of the game. After 5,000 hours, you stop pretending you'll ever stop playing it and you'll just embrace it. I'll be happy to do some introduction games with Matt, see if he gets sucked in and starts to love the internet for 2,000 hours before he becomes immune to the hatred. See, (laughs) Um, can I just just butt in here? I mean, this is the thing, right? 3,000 hours, right? Imagine how many different experiences you could have had during that time. Of yeah. like different types of games and all that kind of thing. Different yeah. concepts, stories, all that. I just, I don't understand why you'd want to not do that. Well, yeah, but yeah. lots of people play lots of games like Destiny for thousands of hours and all sorts of things. Yeah, but not at the just... exclusion of everything else. Although, yeah, people, well, I mean, well, people no, do I do that, obviously. Do. But... I think if you're massively into any game, like, you know, uh, COD or Rainbow Six or, you know, a Destiny or a MOBA, I think. But then a lot of those, oh, I suppose it's the same with Dota. I was going to say, so with something like Destiny or, you know, yeah, like a shooter or whatever, if you're playing regularly with your mates, it doesn't. It almost doesn't matter if the game doesn't change all that much because the primary thing is that you are you are spending time yeah, with your social. friends. Yeah, yeah but I, I mean, and I guess you could say it's the same for Dota. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. Yeah, like but, team, um, yeah, yeah, team games. But yeah, I, I don't know, man, like thousands and thousands of hours... I couldn't do it. I, I, don't get me wrong. I, the the idea of just being into one game that is constantly evolving and insanely deep, and all my mates are into it, are into it. Of course, that there's an appeal to that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm with Farley in that I'd rather sort of flip between different experiences and 
worlds and stories and and spend my time that way. But that's, you know, either or, it's fine. Yeah, yeah do what you play want. Planet, it's whatever they like. Yeah. Uh, Dean Chillmaid actually says, uh, following on from the Reef Mobile chat last week, some friends of mine have been trying to get me to play League of Legends for three years now. I tried it a couple of, couple of times, but never got on with it. And a couple of times I actually hated it after I finished playing a game. That was until about a month ago, where after months of badgering, I gave in and gave it another go. And now I'm hooked big time. I'm playing it every chance I get. I'm watching the European League Championship. Esports is something I never thought I'd get into, but the insane production values goes a long way to breaking down the boundary. Matt, it'd be great to see you try some league sometime. Um, and then uh, Cammy, uh, Cammy Toman says, yeah, I'll, I'll be up for a tutoring Matt if he's on a stream. If he's not on a stream, <laughs> forget it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's basically lots of people that came out of Woodward, Woodward to say, yes, they have also put 3,000 hours into league and um, it'd be good to see you stream on. I don't think that's going to happen, but <laughs> it's just... <laughs> You know, but uh, it's good to know there's people out there. Yeah. We were ending this. Hi all. This is from Daniel. Hi all. Great show last week, but I have one thing to criticise. During the discussion about Jeff Keighley decided not to attend E3 this year, David used the term throwing a paddy. It's a phrase I've heard a few times in England, must be relatively common, that uses a negative stereotype of Irish people. I want to be clear, I'm not suggesting David deliberately used it with this context in mind. Sorry if I'm being oversensitive about this, but as an Irish person who lived in England for a few years, I found a lot of people were quick to apply the usual stereotypes to these types of phrases and they stick out to me just want to add that I love the show and keep up the good work now um, that's from Daniel we also got a couple of tweets about this mm. um, I think uh, uh, n- um, none of us really like you know, knew the history or the context really and so um, I think Dave's apologised on Twitter and obviously obviously we apologise if if if, if, uh, if uh, you know if anyone took offence to what we said and we'll obviously be better at that stuff mm-hmm. in the future yeah and obviously like don't ever like apologise for Telling us about this stuff, we would no, rather know, and no. we'd rather yeah, take the opportunity us. to learn. So, yeah, really appreciate it. It is really common, but I've just never really thought about it. It's, just... it's one of those, yeah. Like, I think I've said before on the show, like some of the phrases my mum used to use growing up that for a long time I thought were normal, and then you're like, hang on a minute, oh yeah, That's me too. Terribly racist, yes, That's... <laughs> yeah, horrendous, yeah, um, yeah. But sometimes these things just, yeah, you just don't end up not questioning them until it comes up. On a podcast listened to by thousands of people. Yeah, so, so <laughs> we uh, just want to have, it, have you know, yeah. add that in on the end. But yeah, of course, uh, of course, we'll try a bit of that future. Yeah, we're, totally. we're, we're always learning. That's either feedback is at Computer Game Pod on Twitter, or you can email uh, podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Yeah, uh, James, you know when um, you use unflushable wet wipes and then you flush them down the toilet because who gives a shit, right? You just flush them all down with all the nappies. And just just stuff you find around the house, and it clogs up all the drains. And then all one day you go to flush the toilet, and it just fires a load of shit and piss back at you. Um, I want you to do that, but hang on, I haven't actually worked out the metaphor. I think you're. Are you the wet wipes? No, the, the yeah. news is the wet wipes, isn't it? No, because the news is the piss and shit that comes out. So James <laughs> is the. So we're James. We're flushing you down the toilet. You're the unflushable wet wipe. Which you then right. causing a blockage in the pipes that then causes the piss and shit, which is the news, to just burst out of every pipe and everything just all over the house, and we have to call the government in to sort it. Yeah, so I'm, d- I'm, do- I'm spraying sewage all over you, Sean. Yes, please. Thank you. Right. I'm surprised. I, I wasn't expecting one of these. And now I'm, <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm really happy. <laughs> I, miss, I miss this. I miss those. <laughs> 
I mean, there has... Okay, obviously we're still in a fallow period in terms of news. Uh, there's not a huge amount of really exciting stuff. But the Sonic film came out and it's beaten Detective mm. Pikachu in US opening weekend. But the weird thing about this, so everyone was saying like, oh, it's beaten like, you know, Detective Pikachu, you know, it's it's, it's done really well because it made 57 million at the US box office. Detective Pikachu mm. made, you know, 54.3 million or whatever. But that doesn't include like worldwide. Like worldwide, Detective Pikachu has still made more like oh, in, right. the, in the opening weekend. So it was, if you include overseas, it made 100 million which is still 61 million behind uh, Detective Pikachu, which I think must have made up 161 or whatever, yeah. But it's still doing really well. It's got like a 95% audience review score on Rotten Tomatoes as well, which is, you know, a surprise. Mm -hmm. I mean, we we talked about this on the bonus show, didn't we? Yeah. uh, Don't say a word. That's premium content. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, have you still not got any desire to see it, though, at all? Uh, Not especially, no. Why? I mean, you can sit there like tutting at least. (laughs) No, I've, um, <laughs> excuse me. No, I just it, like obviously if Isaac was a little bit older, I'd probably be well up for it. I just I'm not going to go out of my way. I'm certainly not going to see it at the cinema. Like maybe when it's available to rent. Yeah, but actually, right. this is something I've always wondered, Sean. I mean, yeah. are you a, like a big Sonic fan? Like, I, you know, do not you really do you know? Have... He's one of those things you you end up learning a lot about it, whether you want to or not, <laughs> just because he's he's around, isn't he? But yeah, so, no, not a, not a big Sonic guy. So what what did you grow up with in terms of platforms? I mean, uh, we must have talked about this before, but what, so I, what so was it? So I started it? with a Commodore sixty four, then we got a Master System. So I had oh, okay. was it Sonic Chaos on that? It was one of the rubbish yeah. like Master System and Game Gear only ones. Um, and uh, and then what did we get after? Yeah, and then it was SNES, PC, and then yeah, PS two, and, and all the rest of it. Um, so you so never yeah, felt it, we, like a massive affinity with the blue blur. You know, it's just uh, <laughs> well. It it's, just it's obviously, when you're like six years old, he's the coolest thing you've ever seen. Like, I definitely like loved Sonic as a kid, even though I never really got to, you know, apart from Sonic Chaos, never really got to play a Sonic game. Like, I didn't didn't get into Mario. Yes, yeah, so we didn't get the SNES until I was about nine or ten, and then mm-hmm. it was like, oh, it's not very fast though, is it? Um, so yeah, Mario was a was an acquired taste that came later. Um, did you did you have a Dreamcast? Yeah, I did. Well, my brother did, which I used while he was out. <laughs> did you ever play Sonic Adventure? Yeah, and I was young enough to think it was good for a while. Yeah, it's really um, not. It's not. <laughs> it was good at the time. No, it wasn't. Like the Sorry. first level with the, you know, the killer whale and through the, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know the bit. Well, it's, yeah, it's all those bits that seemed really impressive where you're just getting pinged around endlessly. And you're like, yeah. oh, man, this is so good. I'm going so fast. Whoa, this is amazing. And then you realise you're not actually doing anything. <laughs> well, there's uh, all that. And then, then you like start falling through the scenery and all that kind of stuff. It yeah. Was, doesn't it help. was a bit of a mess. It, I, got, I, got well into the, I got well into the Chow Garden, in, especially in Sonic Adventure 2. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Sonic's it's not actually been good for a long time. Well, no, <laughs> I think... I think yeah. You see, the thing is, I mean, <coughs> Sonic Mania was brilliant. I really enjoyed that. Oh, that's that. true. Sorry, I, thought, I forgot about that. I thought that was fantastic. Mm. But the 3D ones, I mean, I'm so sure somebody's going to tell me that I'm wrong, but they generally, they've they've never been good. I'm going to no. say that. They, they've, I've not played a single, I've played quite a few of them. I, yeah. I was even considering you know, streaming Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, Sonic 2006, you know, that one. Oh, wow. Apparently it's like really, really like dreadful, and I thought it might be quite interesting to to go through. But mm. yeah, they're they're all generally like pretty terrible. Apart from, I mean, Sonic Colors was supposed to be not bad, from what I heard. But that was an um, RPG, though, wasn't it? Was it? Okay. Yeah, it was not, yeah, that was the Bioware one, wasn't it? I think. No, no, no. That was no, no, no. This was Sonic no, Colors. Was Mass a, Effect. 
Yeah, you're thinking <laughs> yeah. of. Um, Sorry, I'm always they, getting them confused. Um, no, they, they did. They did an RPG for was it Game Boy Advance or was it? Yeah, for, yeah, that was Game Boy yeah, Advance. It was yeah. thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sonic Rush on the GBA was all right. Yeah, they, they were no, a lot good. of the 2D ones um, weren't bad at all. Sonic R yeah. on the Sun yeah. was great. Let's just keep listing Sonic games we've heard of. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, we talked about the film. Uh, I thought the film was brilliant. But one thing, I mean, I'm I'm very surprised I haven't tried to release a Sonic game to coincide with the um, with the film. That's feel like feels like a bit of an open goal. But also, given how they performed over recent years, or maybe all years, some would say, um, it's probably maybe they dodged a bullet and thought it's not worth the risk of it being a terrible game and that sort of you know, yeah, that, that stinks it. up all the good press they've had recently about the about the um, about the film. I mean, like, but before I saw the film, there's an advert for. Sonic Team Racing. So oh, yeah. was that last year? That's been out for a, a while, though, isn't it? Out I mean, for a bit. Did... yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was there, but uh... I mean, you know, you could, like the the second was it the second Sonic Racing one they did? Was it All Stars Racing Transformers? Yeah, yeah, that was that good. was that was all right. Mm. Um, I don't know what the, the newest ones like, but yeah. Anyway, Sonic Movie good. Yes, Sonic yeah. Movie good. Made money. Didn't add, but not actually more than Detective Pikachu, even though that's what everyone's saying. Is that? Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, Brilliant. and obviously there almost certainly will be a sequel now. Which I mean, I'm, I'm fine with yeah. that. That's, there, that's all right. There definitely was always going to be anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I would definitely see the sequel for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one is that we did have an Animal Crossing Nintendo Direct. Um, this oh week. my god, we did. Yeah, and I mean, I was. It's the thing is, I was in two minds about watching it because I was just thinking, do I really <laughs> want to watch this and like know a lot more stuff? Would Would it be nice to just go into it knowing nothing at all? Yeah. But then, obviously, I did end up watching it, and it, I mean, it's 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 about. It came out is a month a month before uh, launch day, isn't it? So it's like, yeah, it was on the same thing, and it's like they reveal quite a lot in these three parts, and there's quite a lot of good stuff here. I mean, there's a lot of things that we already knew about. There's a lot of stuff which looks pretty much like it's just new leaf kind of like evolved you know that in terms of like mechanics and things you can do but the terraforming and modifying yes. paths and stuff like that is pretty cool and it also vindicates me not having not sharing this game with my children because that will drive <laughs> me that will drive me insane if i come back to my village and it's been destroyed so like, yeah. in terms of terraforming <laughs> so, can, so can you so i've only managed to watch sadly half of the 27 minute um animal crossing direct so can you explain some of the new things that i may not have heard about and terraforming okay. and stuff so the big that's the big thing of is the terraforming in in sense that you can like you can create cliffs you can like you know create uh, sort of your streams all that kind of stuff amazing but then also which which you couldn't do before and but I don't think it's open straight from like right from the start I think it's something yeah. that you have to like unlock over like a period of time but well, they say something done that. like oh like once you've like done everything in the town basically which yeah. probably means like we might not unlock this for about six months this is yeah. game stuff but who knows yeah yeah so who knows. And they, so then, also they're connecting it up with the Switch Online app, and Hooray! this is and well, because the thing is, there are a couple of good things potentially about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the voice chat, forget about that. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. But it has got this Nook Link thing, which is which is so you can import designs uh, mm. with with QR codes. Now they showed that you could do this by importing designs from New Leaf, and uh, also was it was it also from one of the other, one of the earlier ones as well? I can't remember. Oh, maybe not sure. You can you can import like you know designs patterns and things like that, and I've got I'm you've got to be thinking here. Sorry, that they're it says gonna here be... from the 3ds New Leaf and also Happy Home Designer. Well, there you go. Oh, right. Yeah, so yeah. There's, the, there's, yeah, this as well. Yeah. But you've got to be thinking they're probably going to allow this to happen, whereby you can do it off websites as well. 
Oh yeah, Do you know what I mean, like you know, that will generate QR codes, which would be really good because then you're going to get like a whole flourishing thing of people designing interesting, you know, stuff that you can then like directly import into the game. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. Yeah, they've got that. I, I'm excited, kind of. I'm kind of excited for that. But one of the one of the uh, my well, definitely one of my earliest Animal Crossing memories is when I had it on GameCube, and uh, you know, back then at university, you know, I, I obviously drew a T-shirt with like a penis on the front, but yeah. but, but the way it's animated, it meant that the penis wiggled. Um, so if you walked <laughs> from the top of the screen down, it, I mean, me and my mate Ben basically died of laughter <laughs> doing that. So I, I'm I'm fairly sure they're probably going to remove the wiggle in this one, but um, I'm happy to hear that customization is beginners. You'll, yeah. you'll definitely be able to import penises, Matt. I mean, that's definitely yeah, going to happen, I think. Yeah, well, just draw your own again. It's, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> needs, a, needs a big T-shirt. <laughs> so the other thing which is which is pretty good is that the customization of houses is going to be deeper. I mean, it looks just like Happy Home Designer, like the way yeah. that that's working. And see, I played that game because I had it for review like a long time ago, and Rachel really, really loved it as well. Like she, she spent hours playing that because you can like much more like sort of minutely put where things are in the room and all that kind of thing, you know, rotating. And all, yeah, there's all like an actual interface for it, isn't there, rather than yeah. you, you having to just be like your character pushing them around and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. And then, I mean, one of the other things that was weird was they kept on saying there's going to be updates each season. Yeah. And how there's, and like, they're going to be like themed. So the first one is this, like, it's like rabbits, where it's, but it's Easter, let's just say. I mean, it's, it's an Easter themed, like, yeah. update that's coming. But the thing is, is the games have always had this anyway. Like, they've mm. always had these going through. So I don't know why this is now yeah, being billed as of... being like a DLC update. Or yeah, something. they sort of imply that it's, yeah, like new content will unlock over time. It's like, yeah, that's literally the game. Yeah, that's, that's always been like that. I mean, again, I I haven't seen a bit of video, but are they not implying it's more of like a live team mechanic rather than just like we have programmed it so in May it does this and June does this? It's more like we will be constantly refreshing things as and when. Maybe, maybe. I think so. I mean, almost certainly, what's going to happen with that, although they haven't really said it, is that's going to link in with the the mobile app. Because they do that mm. all the time with that. They've always got like sort of different events going and that kind of stuff. And I imagine they'll probably do the same thing, like to link the two in together. Because I mean, they mentioned that a little bit during this direct, you know, that there was going to be some sort of like, you know, linking between between the two. Which you know, I think you could take it or leave it. It doesn't really yeah. matter. I'm quite happy about that because because uh, I was I'm so excited for Animal Crossing. I actually downloaded the app uh, <laughs> just to see what it's about. And it is it's really, do that. It's, it's very it's simple, but I was also yeah. Animal Crossing. It's not very good. It's not very good. No, it's, it's really not. Um, <laughs> So then also, I mean, they they clarified about how it will be with islands in the sense that, like, your families will share, like, one island on each console. Yeah. Then each user has, like, one resident with their own house, and that's it. So I'm sorry, what? How? So Okay, so imagine you buy it, Matt, and you load it up with your user profile. Then you'll get, like, your your the one that you generate from that will be the one that is on your Switch. Then if you want somebody else to play it, they'll have to create like a new like user account on your Switch or whatever. They load up the game. They're still in your uh, island, but then with their character. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So previously you could like kind of um yeah, you could like create I mean I think on New Leaf if you you could go like between different machines you could like have you know different islands uh, you know, different villages and stuff but yeah. you can't do that with this. And so it's going to be just one for the entire Switch, which I mean, I'm not bothered about that, but I think some people probably are because they'd mm-hmm. like to have like a individual experience for each um each user, but they're not doing that. Like I do I, mean, I do like the idea of like cause this was originally like the point of Animal Crossing, wasn't it? It was the the guy wanted to communicate with his kids more, even though they were never in the house at the same time. So he wanted yeah. to build a game that they could all be on at different times of day, 
and like check in on what each each other had done, like leave notes for each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing with this as well is it ties into the reason. I think the reason for this also is because of the local co-op, because you've got like four players can play together at the same time, and then like one person's like the leader or whatever. But then that's because you're all on the same island anyway, so you've all got all your your, your stuff and you you know what's going on. Have they yeah. said much about online multiplayer? Uh, no. Well, no, they did. No, they did talk about it in terms of, you know, you can obviously visit each other and stuff like that. One of the critical things they talked about, though, was that you have to designate somebody a best friend for, to give them access to shovels and axes. <laughs> and so obviously that's to stop people just, I mean, yeah, definitely, okay, if I good. play this with David, there's no way I'm going to designate him a best friend. <laughs> I'm not having him totally destroying my place. You no know, way. it's, um, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, so it's, yeah, to They're try and stop people definitely getting doing this. That. Is he, is he keen? I don't know. I don't, don't think so. I don't yeah. think he, he didn't seem like overly excited, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, so just try and stop trolling, I guess. So yeah, yeah you, can, you can do that. You can visit each other, you know, that kind of thing. It's the same as before. I mean, they've also, they've still got friend codes, but mm. they've like reduced it down to, I think, about six letters or whatever, rather okay. than like a massive long, you know, sort of thing. But then I guess, I think that's only if you're sharing with somebody that you don't, isn't on your friends list. Oh, if they're on your on. friends list. So there's like an Animal Crossing friends code. Yeah. But oh, you don't have it from your normal Nintendo Switch friends list. Yes, but on, that's only I think if you're opening this up to other people that you're not that are not on your friends list. Okay. If they're on if they're on your friends list, I don't think you have to use that. Okay. Um because you can just invite them or whatever. But Fair I think enough. this is so that cuz you know with New Leaf and with other ones there's always been like a community aspect to this where you can like like there was especially with like the the dream uh, dream what's it called the dream uh, station thing yeah, where yeah. you could like put out your code and then people could come visit you and mm. I think it's maybe similar to that you know you okay. can generate a code so it's it's not too bad I think um, yeah. I mean this stuff's never going to be great is it let's be honest it's no. never going to be like brilliant but it does seem to be at least doing what we hope it would do um, so it's it's not so bad yeah, yeah. so the other thing is is there aren't any cloud saves um, as yeah. such. Uh, which what is I mean, there, there, or like there are, but you just can't access them without yeah. special permission. Once, they, yeah, they said there's going to be some kind of backup service that will allow one retrieval of like something like that. I mean, it's honestly, obviously, it's it's a mess. I mean, the whole thing is always a bit of a mess. But I get. I mean, the reason they do this is to stop people like duping like I was items say, and yeah, it's all that kind of thing. thing. I guess yeah, it's it's all there for. There are reasons for this, but. Um, yeah. They've, they've oh, said that there will annoying. be a better solution in the future, but they probably haven't figured it out, which means they probably never will. Now, um, the better solution but, yeah. is cloud saves. There you go, I've done it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, it is annoying. Um, they're also they're going to continue to support Amiibo, which I'm pleased about, was also a bit surprised because they seem to have kind of yeah, died dried off, haven't they? Like, yeah. No one really cares about it. But you can like invite villagers in using Amiibo you've got and stuff like okay. that. I mean, I've actually got quite a I've got quite a few like Animal Crossing ones, but also the cards. Um, mm-hmm. Because they released like the Happy Home Designer cards that Rachel used to buy because they were like really cheap and you could like you know import stuff into your game and everything. So it'd be good to have another use for those. That's, yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of good. But I mean, I think the biggest, maybe one of the biggest differences between this and New Leaf and the other ones before is that they're adding like in daily activities and they're using like this Nook Miles like system whereby you like perform tasks and then you get like tickets and then you can like trade them in for stuff. Mm-hmm. They did this with New Leaf as well. It had a similar sort of like mechanic whereby you know you log in it will say things like you know water a bunch of flowers or something like that then you get some tickets and it's it's very kind of like uh like free to play mechanic kind of thing but without yeah. having to pay anything you know but in some ways it's not so bad because at least it i mean it, for people that really want to have a focus every day of what to do this provides that but, but i'm sure it annoys you right james you can't well, yeah, have but, that 
but the point is you don't have to in- interact with it if you don't want to. You know, if you if you want to just like, you know, bum around or whatever, you can do that. But you don't have to um yeah, you don't have to So uh, so, so, so do you to. think you, you won't be performing these tasks out, you know, just because you because you, you, you go stand up for you, you hate those mechanics and you're not going to perform a task. What do you think? Or, Probably or not because I I didn't do them in New Leaf either. I just was like oh, I can't be bothered yeah to do these. I'm quite happy to just do my own, do my own thing. I don't need a machine to tell me what to do uh, with this game. So <laughs> no, you, know, you can uh, water those flowers if you want. Whatever. Yeah, if, if, if it just <laughs> happens, the, the task of the day is to water flowers. And oh no, that's a coincidence. But I was going to do it anyway. So whatever. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I can do what I want. All right. Screaming yeah, at the sky. Yeah, I'm not doing this. You told me to. Yeah, I'm doing because I want to water the catch the bugs and it's just water nice. the flowers. This was in my plan all along. Yeah, to catch three beetles. Thursday. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff from this, and it looks. I mean, I thought it looked really nice, yeah, like man. visually. It's a uh, particularly like all the like the effects on the trees from like the wind and all that kind of stuff. You know, with the rain, I thought it looked lovely. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, it looked really great. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and the, the yeah. um, northern and southern hemisphere thing is that new? Yeah. Yes, that is new. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice I mean, touch, isn't it? Yeah, also really makes cool. sense here, particularly yeah for people like you know, Australia or New Zealand or whatever yeah, yeah. If they want to do it that way. Or if yeah. you fancy a change, you know. I was going to say yeah, good. if you had is, yeah, would there be, is there any merit in like if you had a like group of friends all playing it, like some of them being like right, we'll go northern, you go southern, so oh, you yeah. can access different, different fruit. Yeah, that stuff. makes yeah yeah, yeah. Could definitely you could different fruit, different events. You yeah, know, yeah, be, yeah, that's what we're doing then. Yeah, power gaming it. Love it. <laughs> uh, it, um, it looks fun. I mean, having even not even seen all this direct, it looks it looks this looks so good. I can't wait to just be in that world, you know, and, and just like soak it up and just be in that nice, pleasant environment. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm so I'm so excited for it. Because, like yeah. it's fascinating as well because obviously back in the day, you know, you first start playing Animal Crossing and you you load up for the first time with like you know you the re- that your entire afternoon cleared out and oh it's gonna be so good and then you kind of do about an hour's worth of stuff and then you're like. Oh, there's nothing else to do. This is weird. Because hmm. the whole point is that you chip away at it every day. Yeah, you just do a bit at a time. But, That's yeah, what I loved you, about you know, it. Like initially, yeah. that takes some getting used to. Whereas I think now, as a grown adult, like, yeah, just, just checking in half an hour a day or whatever would actually be sort of ideal. I mean, or, or longer if I feel like it. But point is that yeah. I won't have that need to... I won't be like, well, fuck, I was going to spend six hours on this. What the fuck? That, that's just not going to be a, a problem. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I just... I'm looking forward to... You see, when, with New Leaf and with other ones in the series, it's always been like, I'm just going to play a bit of this before I go to bed. Yeah. It's a really nice way to, like, wind down. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to with this. It's going to be great. I can't but, wait yeah. to hear the, the nighttime music because Animal oh, Crossing yeah. has always had some, like, properly amazing... As one weirdly melancholic, like nighttime yeah. tunes. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. There is some, yeah, it has some excellent music. It's mm. it's always been really good for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is really good. I'm yeah, yeah. really really excited. I'm hoping they do, it's... you know, like you know, buying turnips on Sunday morning, that sort of thing, and oh, gotcha. oh yeah, yeah. working out which mates has got uh, their village has like the best price for that sort of stuff. I although love that so it much. looks like Joan is not in it anymore. I mean, oh, I'm really? speculating she's dead. <laughs> and uh, it's somebody, and it's somebody different now. Also, there's a lot of speculation as to what's going to happen with Rossetti. Yeah, because well, he, he's, he's in there, isn't he? He's got a new job. Is that normal? Well, apparently happening? he's in it, but I don't know what the job is. No, and, okay. I mean, no, I just hope he's going to be angry. And uh, yeah, because I hope he's he's who you have to negotiate with to get your cloud safe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be perfect. Yeah, and, and now so there's loads of little nooks, isn't there? Like there's like a whole nook family. Nooklings. Or, well, yeah, they, had, yeah. they had that in New Leaf as well. Oh, did they? That okay. was um, yeah, oh, that's it's, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they were. They were in. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a month away now. Just a month away. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, next story is that, I mean, The Witcher 3 has had an update um, for the Switch version. It's, it's like version 3.6. Mm-hmm. There's a whole, I mean, this is just a quick story because there are a couple of like graphic options which are like, which is really nice actually that I've really welcomed because I'm still playing this game. Yeah. And they, there's like a sharpening option now where you can like sharpen things and it really does look a lot better actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still, the frame rate seems improved but it still is not as good as it would be on like xbox or ps4 or whatever yeah. but it is a much nicer experience and they've added like touch control support and stuff like that but the big deal is that now they've also integrated steam and do i say gog or good old games i don't know what i'm supposed to gog? say i think you go with gog yeah yeah so they've, they've integrated it with that so that you can like upload and download your save games from that so cool. i think the idea being is you know you can take your switch away or whatever and play it and then resume on your pc which yeah. is nice although this is not apparently this is not coming to xbox or ps4 uh, really? anytime soon That's just pc yeah i mean presume maybe there's licensing or something yeah, i don't know yeah, they just can't be, be bothered yeah because um, initially when you said uh gog i was like oh that's weird why have they chosen gog then remembered they literally own it it's their yeah. shop so that, <laughs> that makes perfect sense um and steam yeah steam's never, very rarely mm-hmm. bothered about that stuff so yeah, yeah. Um, but this, that, this that's is cool nice though because like that part because you know like i've played most of the DLC, um, so well, I've played all of um, Hearts of Iron, Hearts of Iron, Hearts of Stone, yeah. whatever it is, uh, and then uh, and then a lot of Blood and Wine, but I never finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always fancied picking it back up. I've just realised this entire anecdote is meaningless because I've got it on the PS4, not on PC. Oh, there you just, go. just, just oh, remembered no. that. Oh, Part no. of me like, oh no, that's really good because I could pick up my save from the PC version, which I don't own and have never played. <laughs> <laughs> Christ! <laughs> yeah, this this is what we need, though. We do need this to be like more widespread, like this cross save support. Yeah, and ideally with with consoles as well, because yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. so good if you could just play this on whatever you want. You yeah, know, just totally. Uh, you bought the game; it'd be good. But yeah. um, but but in, in terms of graphical improvements, you, you say that it is it's definitely a marked improvement. Yes, I I'd say absolutely. If I mean, you can change you change the options yourself. Like by default, they don't change anything. But I just went in and I just ramped. Not, I mean, I didn't put it on the full. If you put like sharpening on the full setting, it doesn't look great because you can yeah. see angles on everything. Right. But if you just put it up on at least on low, then it, it does make things a, quite a bit clearer. Okay. Um, because the the main problem with it on Switch has always been that it was look kind of like you know sort of muddy and like Vaseline oh, being spilled on the so screen. The... You know? So the sharpening option is actually just taking away some of the anti-aliasing that's going yes, on. Yes, basically. Right, yeah. right, right, okay. I mean, you can even switch off anti-aliasing like entirely if yeah. you want, but yeah. so I'm not going to do that. But yeah. um, also, as I said, the frame rate seems to be a bit better as well. So, oh, cool. and I'm still enjoying the game. I still think it's great, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very good. Cool. Okay, uh, next story. I mean, this goes back to one of the feedback we had. This is about Bethesda um, because they pulled their games from GeForce now. Mm. Um, so, all of their games, apart from Wolfenstein Youngblood, for, I don't know why that's still there, <laughs> just have been removed. Yeah. And, I mean, NVIDIA hasn't provided any kind of a statement about this yet. Um, however, they have made some statements about it. Right. So, I, do, you, do you want to hear what we've got here? They, yeah, yeah. This is what they said. They said, as we approach a paid service, some publishers may choose to remove games before the trial period ends. Ultimately, they maintain control over their content and decide whether the game you purchase includes streaming on GeForce Now. Meanwhile, others will bring games back as they continue to realise GeForce Now's value. <laughs> so, <laughs> you'll be funny. back. Just like, what like, a... like, yeah, you publishers, you're going to be back when you realise how much money we're raking in and how great this is. Although they won't. Yeah. And they, then they said, as the transition period comes to completion, game removal should be few and far between. Well, this, mm-hmm. this is a pretty major one. Mm-hmm. Uh, with new games added to GeForce Now each week. And uh, I mean, 
the thing is, is the feedback on Nvidia's forums hasn't been great. I mean, Eurogamer mm-hmm. had a couple here. They said, "Yeah, if things," this somebody said, "if things don't get better, I'm just going to wait for my free trial to expire. Then I'll cancel it, and that's it." I mean, that's probably what I'm going to do. I mean, that's what <laughs> I was coming. I mean, that but was then, always your plan, though, right? You basically signed yeah, up just, just to play Disco Elysium, and then it was just for Disco Elysium. Yeah, yeah. Not, I'm not going to play anything else. But then Nvidia have responded uh, to some of these complaints. Uh, they said. Uh, <laughs> I like this. They said, We're disappointed too. In an ideal world, every game would be playable on GeForce Now, and that's the kind of world we're working towards. <laughs> but the reality of the situation is that this is a new area in gaming cloud streaming. There are both. Te- I just like the way they just clarified that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> There are both technical and business hurdles that must be cleared when we're bringing a game to the service. We're working to clear those hurdles in the background, but you won't see every part of that process. Please be patient. We're working hard to make as many games as possible uh, you know, available. I mean, I, th- I do think this is quite interesting, though, because... I mean, I, I mean, Bethesda have probably removed this because they do have their own service, don't they, that they're working on, as, yeah. as I remember. Like, they announced that... Was it at E3 last year? Maybe, maybe you're gonna I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear that most of these publishers are looking at this and just thinking, we could have our own one of these. Why do we need to, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, use a, a third party? But I'm also wondering how this is going to impact on console consoles as well. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at something like EA Access, which is available like through Xbox and also through like PS4, what happens if like EA just suddenly say, actually, we we're going to stream games through this as well? Would Microsoft or Sony allow that? That's the point. And vice and versa, also, like, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess it's just a case of, like, making sure the proper negotiations take place beforehand, but, so what if, yeah, so, like, through Project X Cloud, I want to stream my entire library, which includes Bethesda games or yeah. or Activision or, or whatever, like, is it, what, is that suddenly going to be a problem? Or, well, exactly, yeah. Or I is, mean, is it just something about the way NVIDIA have managed this that clearly publishers feel there's been a miscommunication about how their stuff is going to be used well i think the problem here is, is that it looks like nvidia haven't communicated anything with anybody and that's, <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of the problem i mean i'd imagine that microsoft and sony or whatever are gonna like you know would probably negotiate all this yeah but if you're a publisher why would you want to put your stuff on game pass or or, or playstation now why would you do that when Unless... you can offer it through your own service yeah yeah. And completely cut out, you know, the um, you know, the uh, the the platform holder. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how this is going to like unfold in like over the next couple of years. Because I mean, I suppose, you know, I suppose the short answer is that yeah, Microsoft or Sony will will have a much larger audience than a publisher specific um, streaming service, I guess. Um, not, yeah, but not if their app is on on that platform anyway. If you sort of mean, you know, why yeah, why guess. do you need- yeah. You know, as I said, you've already got EA Access. Ubisoft have already got like apps that they run through those. Unless the platform hubs just say, "No, sorry, you can't do that." Yeah, you can't. You can't stream uh, games through our service unless it's going through our platform. Yeah. And, you know, maybe though. I mean, that's the only solution I can see for this. It's yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, again, I what do you think, Matt? Well, yeah, yeah, again, as as uh, as Anonymous said in the feedback, it, it would just be a case of well, if EA wants to do that, you have to renegotiate with Microsoft. And that, yeah. that, I mean, it's not like EA could suddenly say, "Yeah, okay, we're streaming now." Obviously, they'd have to go through Microsoft. Yeah. Whereas it seems, you know, like Nvidia say, "Well, hey, do you want to be on the beta? Brilliant! I was live now, but we'll just the games are there until we're told otherwise." I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's it, really it, fascinating like, to see how this all plays out really in the next like, few I mean, years. It may 
this may also explain why like stayed here as well. Like maybe they like we always say like why they only got like twenty eight games or twenty six games or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is also it's not just technical like in terms of porting stuff to like because it's running Linux yeah like all yeah, this yeah. stuff presumably. Maybe it's not just that. It's also just they can't do deals with with publishers who are yeah, just like possible. Yeah. We're going to do our own service. Why do we need to use you? It's uh, but yeah. again, why haven't like Google could have just got the wallet out surely and made it happen. Is that, yeah, na- is that naive? Then, I mean, that's basically what Microsoft are doing, and it's working. Well, I, I think Google probably did, um, mm-hmm. but everyone's, well, hang on, like, we're not going to sign anything until we know where this new future is taking us, really. Like, yeah. everyone's, yeah. Uh, everyone's probably been like, well, look, we, clearly streamers could be a thing. Do we hold things back now and work on our own thing? Is that going to cost more? Do we do we put it on Stadia or GeForce Now and learn from yeah. what the audience wants and then do it? If we do it, if we do it that way, are we too behind everyone else? Mm-hmm. It's um, I guess people are just like okay, well they're off there until they decide otherwise or until they can negotiate a better deal. I mean, right now this basically it's it's all it's good for the publishers who pull their games off. Um, these services because then they can say look there's there's uproar uh, yeah, they go to Nvidia look, there's uproar people clearly want Bethesda games on your service we want that on a service but we need to be, see a bit more of the old Bunsen burner we need to see a bit more a bit more money and I'm sure <laughs> it's probably like a, you know they're probably playing hardball to try and get better deals and also in the background working out if they need their own streaming service or not mm. I mean that's why if you look at Stadia at the moment they've they've announced like games that are coming to it but it is mostly like indie stuff and everything and yeah. that's because those people need cash don't they like, yeah. yeah exactly like, yeah if you're and, an indie dev it makes perfect sense to take the money yeah. if it you know if it gets you game Absolutely. made and make sure you can continue to eat for the next three months and fine yeah if it's giving you stability <laughs> yeah, yeah go for it yeah, and yeah. it's like but a company like EA doesn't need to think like that they mm. they need to think you know we can we can own this actually we don't even need to you know use these these services. I, know, just, we'll see. I, I just I just wonder how long it's going to take for all this to settle. Like, well, it's, how many years it's is it going to be with... before we're just like, look, there's like three left that are really good, three streaming yeah. services left that are good, and that and that's fine. Like, or like, are we going to have to go through this whole period where there's going to be like ten to fifteen of them and loads Definitely. of them just going to die off? Yeah, it's I mean, it's, just... it's the same with like TV streaming, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. just it's just getting ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know where. And it, I mean, the whole big draw with all with like TV stream was always like you don't need cable anymore, or you don't need satellite. You can just yeah. you know just use Netflix or whatever like that. But then it's all it's becoming like cable again in the sense that you have to have like a whole bundle of streaming services. It's ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's it's not great for consumers at all. I mean, this yeah. is why ultimately for the consoles in particular, it would be better if it's just a platform holder running it. You know, if that be, I'm sure that'd be better for everybody. But maybe not for the publishers. I'm sure. Yeah, we are going to go through. As I said, exactly like TV, we'll have you know, every every single publisher will have their own app, and then hopefully it will just boil down to here's Steam's version of you know cloud streaming for PC, and here's Sony's and here's his Xbox one. You know, mm-hmm. Nintendo won't bother, and they don't need to. No, 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 um, yeah. Hopefully it will just go down to those three. But yeah, just like the TV sort of analogy, right now we're in hell with you know uh, don't Scott you know Sky Virgin Disney Plus uh, you know uh, obviously Netflix Amazon Video uh, there's probably a bunch I missed out on there's like new there's Brit new Box. 
There's like there's one for like co- stand up comedy. There's one for like horror films. There's just yeah. a stream service for everything. And, oh, uh, if we got, I think we've got Disney Plus now, haven't we? Or is that like tomorrow? No, it's, uh, no, it's a month. Yeah, I keep thinking it's tomorrow. Oh, God, right. actually, sorry, I thought it was soon. We might have had yeah. a lot of conversations about this. About <laughs> we keep thinking it's out now. And it yeah. is, I keep saying it's twenty fourth. Brilliant. I was like, no, it's a bloody month away because right. from to, from now you can get the offer where um, you can it's only valid until the twenty third of March, the day before it goes live, where you can get right. a whole year's worth for fifty quid. Okay. Um, normally oh, it's five ninety nine a month. So you save I could a bit. probably get. I probably am going to do that. that. Yeah. yeah, it's a year then. It's done. Yeah. And uh, anyway, but no, um, yeah, this whole streaming thing is going to be, we're going to be like a, a few, fair few years of working out where this, where where it moves to. But it's it's exciting. I think it's interesting. This sort of you know, because mm. it's all over the place, and I, I think that's good because it's often quite rare. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this so, like, you, so this this story is obviously very shit for people who have just bought like Bethesda games to play on GeForce now and then like oh guess what it's gone like you can't like that must really suck I would hope that's only like relatively few people that has happened to but mm-hmm. yeah so it, it'll be a shame like yeah in what way is it going to hurt consumers as, as people work out how these things work and you know which streaming services we're going to stick with like there will be there will be problems there will be casualties from that yeah, it, will hurt it is irritating because I, I would have been cross if like I I was like I don't know twenty hours into Disco Elysium and then they just suddenly said yeah this isn't supported on Mate, this anymore. I, honestly, if it came to that, <laughs> I would send you my laptop <laughs> for, for like for that game. I'd be like, do you know mm-hmm. what? Just have it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, but you'll send it, and in post will get it will get stopped. Say no, I'm afraid. Sorry, no lending. We are pulling that it's game true. off that laptop now. It's, it's not <laughs> license is non-transferable. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, well, okay. Uh, so there's been some more Xbox tech specs have come out uh, just just before we started recording, pretty much. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty soon. Uh, so it's going to, I mean, most of this is confirming stuff we already knew. It's, it's like 12 teraflops. But the main thing, I think, which is quite interesting that's come out of this is about how cross generational games are going to work okay. on this. And there's an, what it is, is they're saying this is called smart delivery. And it's an opt-in scheme, and when I say opt-in, this is for opt-in for the publishers, not for okay. like, the user. And the whole idea is it says, um, this will empower you to buy a game once and know that you are getting the right version of that game, whatever Xbox you're playing on. So what this means is if you like buy Halo Infinite for Xbox One, you'll also be granted like the Xbox Series X version and... Also, like the Series X, you know, the different versions of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. So they're saying all Xbox Game Studios games are going to support this as standard, but it's up to publishers to decide if they're going to do this or not. <laughs> so, you know, like this will work for all Microsoft stuff, but maybe not. Like, again, EA may decide, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. It's, uh, we're doing like oh, a who's, Series who's X gonna, version. Who's going to try and be a dickhead about it first? I mean, someone will definitely be a dickhead. <laughs> you, about definitely it. somebody will. You know, oh, yeah, someone's going to try be like, it just to see what happens. Yeah, because, because yeah. they want to sell a second version. Yeah. Say, look, this one's proper 4K and ray tracing. The other one isn't. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, what, what, what do you think this is going to do for, to Sony? Like, is this going to push Sony to we, do the same? It puts pressure on them, doesn't it, to say that you're going to do this, that they have to do the same thing. It's yeah. like you know, if you buy a PS4 version, then also the Xbox, yeah, the PS5 version will be yours as well. I, mean, I can't imagine they're not going to do that, though. I mean, I thought the whole point was that you, uh, yeah, I it, it depends how, Sony, how yeah. arrogant Sony still, are, yeah. isn't it? Like if they're just like, yeah, well, we don't need to do that. We're Sony. We're the best. We're on top. It's fine. Um, but if they Hopefully they understand that Xbox is gaining ground, and yeah. they do need to count. Or at on least, that. 
it's at least gaining grounds in terms of like technology and like being sort of you know consumer friendly as well it's mm-hmm. you know and the consumer friendly stuff usually does quite well um yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when when PS4 came out, um, they had a temporary offer whereby if you bought the PS3 version of definitely like maybe a Battlefield, maybe also like an Assassin's Creed or two, then you pay, mm-hmm. if you had that, I think it's yeah, it must be a PS3 version. Then you paid you yeah, paid tenner had- and it does an upgrade to a PS4 version, and that was like yeah. you know that was you know six years ago. So whole, surely by now it would just be free. But they also did that whole program, didn't they? Whereby, like, if you bought like PS4 version, you got like Vita version and stuff like that as well. Yeah, cross buy. They yeah. have done yeah, this yeah. in the part in the past. You know, like cross buy. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it has happened. So maybe they will. Well, I guess we'll wait. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, they also talked about backwards compatibility, and they detailed like you know, obviously it's got that. Um, this is very sad though. Uh, I mean, basically all non-connect Xbox One games will work on this. So. If you want to play Connect games, you're out of luck, which no. is a bit, which is a shame. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but everything else will work on it, so that's that's good. And they've also said that there'll be what they what they're saying are like steadier frame rates, faster load times, and improved resolution. So that's all nice, I guess. All right, awesome. So yeah, so this looks great. This looks like it's going to be good. And, they they uh, confirmed yeah. nothing we wanted. You know, quick resuming for multiple games. Yeah, yeah. multiple so, games. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, going to yeah. be great. All that. Um, this, this this came out this afternoon, and they said on Eurogame at least there's gonna be like a, a, a digital foundry piece. I'm still waiting for that to see how this sort of stuff compares um, to, uh, to to PS5. At least the specs we know so far. Actually, I think the piece has just come out now. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, it, it's um, I, so this was just a post on the Xbox Wire, which is the Xbox official blog. Uh, when yeah. I saw it, it got announced. I was like, oh, hang on, who who would, who are Xbox releasing their specs through? But they're just releasing it on their own website. Um, mm-hmm. But no, um, I mean it's 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 cool that they confirms that you know the uh, smart delivery stuff. Uh, it's cool. We're getting you know quick quick zoom for multiple games. But this isn't a terribly exciting bit of news. But um, it's good we're hearing it. I guess it, it's sad, isn't it? That yeah, it's those little quality of life things that are actually that they're the things you will notice the most yeah. when you first use it oh man this is this is actually pretty cool the games are basically the same but you know the quick regime for multiple games that's great like, <laughs> like that this is what i miss like about yeah. this because you just i mean this is also what's kind of a shame about how they've all gone down like the same like architecture kind of route because mm-hmm. you don't get that like really interesting differences between consoles anymore yeah which i think is a bit of a shame but yeah, yeah. obviously it's better for developers maybe this way is you know yeah true so i don't know pain in the ass for him but yeah okay right, last news story right. yeah this is this is the last one I mean this is for you Sean because oh, Stadia yeah. have added support for Samsung phones oh this my week. god where is my phone give it in yeah. let's get on let's get on the Stadia let's sign up uh, I, I mean I've already got the project X Cloud Beta on there so I don't really care about Stadia no. <laughs> unfortunately um, I mean it's the right thing to do to put it on more phones I mean I, I don't really understand why it isn't just on all phones yeah, well, it's um, it's going to be on Samsung phones and Razer phones, and yeah, they're all going to support it. Okay. Still no word on iOS devices. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, the reason for that, obviously, I don't think that's Google. I think that's Apple, probably, um, right. who don't like you know the idea of people like buying and playing games from other platforms Not through their them. devices. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they want the they want the cut yeah. of the whole thing. So, yeah. A lot of people are blaming Apple for the fact there's only one game on the yeah. on the iOS uh, beta for XCloud. Do you think mm, that's the I case? Think it's, it's the same thing, yeah. It's, it's almost certainly the same thing. You know how touchy they are about all that stuff? You know, it's like you can't... There was all that thing, you know, like, with uh, with like Netflix, wasn't there? How you, yeah, but now that's you if you're buying to, like, stuff through it. 
Yeah. I mean, you're not buying... You well, you would be buying, game. yeah, but you would be with like with Stadia, wouldn't you? You'd be buying games through it. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, I, I guess I was talking more about the Xbox example. Mm. Why would they be bothered if there's more than just Halo available in this state in this uh, XCloud beta? But a lot of people saying oh, it's no. on iOS and and their rules. But yeah, it's almost certainly that it's just Apple being dicks because um, it's always like this with this stuff. It's not so good. It, it's, a, it. it's a real shit. Yeah, because you know there, there's like a billion iOS devices out there, like and. Uh, yeah. Obviously, there were there, there were more Android devices, but you know we, we want it everywhere, so these mm-hmm. platforms can thrive. But I don't know. You know. I, I don't really want Stadia everywhere. It's, uh... <laughs> well, yeah, but if not XCloud, if not like XCloud or whatever Sony's option is, you know, but like we want it to be a bit more open, so we can get these things everywhere rather than just mm-hmm. deals on certain platforms and so on and so forth. And cool. there we go. That's it. That's pretty cool. much all the news from this week. Let's do what we've been playing. This is not going to take long. Uh, no. <laughs> Matt, do you want to go first? You've had the most eventful week, I think. I mean, I, f- I finished Sekiro. Hey, well done, man. That's, that's that. I, d- I got through it. Um, there was a lot of tweets at the beginning or throughout my playthrough saying, just quit, you'll never do it, you've got zero chance, just play something else, save everyone's time, but I did it. I got through it, and um, I'm happy I did. Um, I think it is my favourite FromSoft game. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Dark Souls is definitely my special because um, it's your first. But um, yeah, I just love so much about this, um, and uh, yeah, I'm really, really happy I, I, I got through it, and um, it's just an absolutely class game. So I'm, I'm really happy I did it. Has all the, like all the, the sort of stress of it sort of melted away, or is that? Oh yeah, like definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, there were some real low points <laughs> during during like, the thirty one weeks of streaming. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I maintain I've always enjoyed it, even on the most times I'm like, oh, this, I just oh, <laughs> can I do it anymore? But it's just a case of you know, picking yourself up and just getting back on with it. And um, yeah. you know, like people in a week have said, oh, you know, you seem like you're enjoying it a lot more. And mm-hmm. but this happened with Bloodborne and Dark Souls. You know, when you get yeah. towards the end. You, your character's way more powerful, so I felt mm-hmm. more confident. I guess also I had learned what the game was trying to do and how to how to you know work on certain enemies. So as yeah. a result, I'm I was happier playing it, more excited to play it, and more confident playing it. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was really sort of dreading the last boss because so many people came in and said, "Oh, mate, on the last boss, I spent like 16 hours doing that last." I was going to say because there, there was a couple was of really... bosses towards the end where people were like, "Oh, it took me like a fucking month to do," and you. Relatively speaking, pretty much breezed through the last couple, right? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I definitely, I did them quicker than I did like Demon of Hatred, which is yeah. a boss auto before that. But um, yeah. yeah, some people are saying, look, you're gonna take longer now on these last two bosses than you did the last four. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but no, I, again, like I, um, I, I guess I was, I was more powerful, and I guess I learned. But, but regardless, I'm so happy I played it. It's it's an absolutely class game. Um, but yeah, and I and I sort of feel like I've got a bit of a there's like suddenly nothing to do. I've been like playing it so solidly, even like not mm. just on Sundays, but doing other streams in the week because uh, yeah. I was enjoying it so much and also just thinking about it a lot and always be, it's always been there. Okay, I've got to do Sekiro, got to play this. That's the, that's the next boss I'm doing. And now suddenly I wake up today thinking, Sekiro isn't there. Like, you know, what what's next? And I know what game I'm streaming next. It's a weird feeling, isn't it? When you, yeah, yeah like you've played something so obsessively and then it's over and you it's like your brain's just like, but I'm... I'm guy who plays Sekiro. <laughs> yeah. What, but now there's no Sekiro anymore. What? <laughs> that doesn't make yeah. any sense. I think yeah, it wasn't. I feel, I mean, it was I feel just... like that about Elaine Noir. I think it was, it was maybe like last last night when I was like um, watching Match of the Day after the stream. I was like, 
I, I went to think about okay, yeah. So next, I'll do that. I'm like, oh, no, no, there is no next. That's that's done now. They're, I'm not going to another boss. That's that's it. Is done. And done you know, I'm so I'm bosses. so happy. I, I stuck with it and uh, got through it. I, yeah, because you, you did like again. everything for the best ending as well, right? Yeah, I, I did. I mean, oh. I, I, apart from uh, basically, there's like some bosses where I might have gone too far and then I couldn't get access to that area. But you still okay. basically the thing, the boss you can't kill. Um, you basically get like their rewards if a certain story moment has happened. But yeah, right. so basically, okay, I did. I did every single boss. Every I got every bead. Got every. I got every. I got put on every skill part from a couple. So yeah, I got, I did everything I could basically in one playthrough. Um, and yeah, it's it's a stunning game. It's really I'm very, good. Very oh, happy cool. I played it. But that's that. That's Sekiro done, and that's pretty much all I've done this week. That's it. Now I can get on with my life and. Fair dues. Yeah, it's, it's like getting out of prison. I can I can do whatever <laughs> I want now. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's like getting out of prison now. <laughs> Um, Do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be brief. I've played Minecraft this week. Oh yeah, um, go on. Yeah, a couple of my friends. Well, we, we were just talking about it. And, ah, Minecraft's really good. I'd quite like to just have another, just a little server on it, just for a couple of us, and just like turn the fucking monsters off because I don't care. Like, I, you know, I still want it like survival mode. That I, I like to me, like when it's in full creative mode, you can just do whatever you you want. That like, I quite like the interactions with the world. Right, so. So we, yeah, it's in survival mode, but just no, just no monsters, and it's great. It's so nice. So that, yeah, oh, go on, sorry. That's exact because you see, I play this like really regularly with Rachel. Like, yeah. We play. We we've got a world that we've been playing for about two or three years now, mm-hmm. and just like yeah, you know, building, adding stuff to it. Yeah. But yeah, we we don't play it. We we just play it on like kind of creative, really. Okay. You know, it's just there's nothing there. It's just you know just build whatever we feel like it's great she just loves it it's just yeah. really relaxing and yeah fun yeah it's just it's just been really lovely and the fact that like um so i already had it on pc and i i don't even remember when but at some point over the years i've also bought it on ios and android um so we've got the switch version as well and <laughs> <laughs> complete the set why not yeah why, yeah why not um and because of the way the you know the system works now, they're all they're all unified. You sign into the same account with all of them, and you can access all your your servers on on all of them. So if I'm definitely having an evening in front of the TV, I'll play the PC version with you know fancy graphics mods and stuff. But if I'm on the toilet or I haven't got access to the TV for any reason, I just load up the Switch version instead. And it's I mean obviously it doesn't look the same, but. Um, yeah, it's great. It's proper did, good. Did you massively get into it when if it, or you know in like the alpha? Yeah, and, yeah, hugely. Um, yeah. And and like and it's cool going back because like it's been it's been a few years since I last played it, and there's so much stuff um, that they've added that I just yeah. So it's like loads of stuff for me to get my head around again. Like the whole fact you know the fact that you can like tame animals and lead them around on a mm-hmm. like a little leash and like put them in a pen and ki- so like I've got a little farm going on. Um, yeah, oh, it's just brilliant. Like you know, it'll that's, be like probably another couple of weeks, and I'll probably be like, yeah, do you know what? That's enough. And then in two or three years' time, I'll probably pick it up again, um, and that's fine. You know, it's just- and that's that's what I've enjoyed. Like we're playing with Rachel, like because she mm. she plays it, and most of her friends play it as well. Yeah. Like it's still incredible. It seems that this has kind of overtaken Fortnite in in her class in yeah. terms of people who've gone back to it uh-huh. and are just playing. It has, this had, again it has now. had a massive resurgence, like uh, towards yeah. like middle of last year, and, like, even like loads of the big original. Uh, uh, Minecraft streamers were also back on Minecraft. It for really? whatever reason last year it was it was got massive again. Because um, I didn't realise yeah. it's like fully entered the classroom as well. Like yeah. I, I knew well, like the- people had seen the you know the educational benefits of it, but I didn't realise it's like part of the curriculum now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, I don't have either of your kids 
done anything about it. I guess Elodie's yeah, too well, young. Right? Elodie hasn't. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Ash- Asher went like actually during the half term, we sent him to a like a Minecraft club thing, <laughs> like for like he, he was only there for like two days, yeah. and but he loved it. And and what's what's really, I mean, what I found interesting playing with Rachel was just she just keeps like showing me new things that I had no idea you could do that. Mm. You know, it's, which is just <laughs> it's just really cool. It's yeah. it's yeah. But no, because really cool. uh, my friend Simon, his so his kid is seven, six, seven. Um, and yeah, they they're doing a school project on on Minecraft, and he's got to like design and and build something. And like, so Simon's been playing it with him, and their next door neighbor's an architect, and he's like, "Oh, can I interview him about it?" And like talking to him about Minecraft, and it's, yeah, that's just great. Because um, yeah, there's there's Minecraft for Education like edition, like you know, you, yeah. they've got yeah. all of that down. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And isn't it great that Microsoft completely bought it wholesale from the original creator, and we never need to think about who that was ever again? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and they could just they can completely just airbrush him out. Yeah, which yeah is exactly. Fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, that that is basically it for me. Um, it's been a slow week. Uh, how about you, James? Uh, well, I finished Disco Elysium. Yes, mate. Um, and this was—I mean, I finished it a few days ago, and I've still been thinking about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's—it's it's one of those games, you know, yep. where, where it certainly does that. Yeah, man. And it's funny because I mean, this again—I can't talk about this in depth until we eventually talk about this, probably with some sort of spoiler cast or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because most of the stuff that I'd want to talk about is story related. Yeah. But I did feel—can I say part two? Like, yeah. You know, you get to that point where there's like a point of no return. Yeah, yeah. And I'd heard that some people didn't like it, like yeah. the way that this ends. Yeah. But I found it very satisfying. I was mm-hmm. very happy with this. And mostly because for one very nasty moment, I was worried that there was going to be some kind of big reveal. And yeah. I was worried. I, I can't even say what I was worried it was going to be. But <laughs> I was really worried that was going to happen. But it didn't happen. And I, I was really worried that they were going to do that and it was going to totally spoil it. Mm-hmm. But the real reveal for me has been the fact that you just, what you learn about yourself, you know, through this, through reconstructing your character. Yeah. And, that's what I've enjoyed about it, and I've, I found because of that, I found the ending to be really very satisfying. It's uh, yeah, it was it was very good to sort of discover what kind of cop I am. Yeah, and <laughs> it turns out I'm a cop that's you know a massive communist as well, which <laughs> which is which is really weird. You know, like they explain that it's like it's like oh, it turns out that you're a very good policeman, but you're also too much like that. And, uh, we don't know how that works. It's, uh, yeah. Which was quite funny, but yeah. yeah, I mean, the only thing I had, the only, I mean, one of the main problems I have with it, I still agree with David that in places the pacing is a bit off, yeah. and but it is a bit like, I mean, it's because the game is basically kind of like a puzzle where it's like one once you put one piece in, mm-hmm. all the others you know start to click together as well, yeah. and it, but yeah, then yeah. you sometimes get to the point where you can't find that piece, you know, that yeah. that's going to sort of that's going to accelerate what you're doing. The only other thing about it is that. I think it's the verbosity of the game, like the way it, there's just far too much dialogue in places, but dialogue which is overly complicated, which I understand is like part of the sort of it can be part of the charm. Mm. But then if you're playing a side quest which isn't very interesting, can get quite irritating. Yeah, um, yeah. There's, I mean, I've already taught. I I didn't like the cryptozoologists. I found that tedious i really enjoy that and mm-hmm. so reading through tons of that was not particularly interesting but then others more interesting yeah because and, there's uh, with that quest in particular there's so much of the dialogue is completely optional but you wouldn't necessarily know that because one of the you know when you're doing a quest you enjoy mm. it's often really cool to dig through everything because actually there will be like an important detail somewhere that leads to something else interesting yeah. So yeah, if it, if it's a quest that you're not 100% engaged with and you're like, oh man, do I have to just click through all of these just yeah. in case there's something 
interestingly yeah, useful that, that's yeah, going to like yeah. that's going to activate something else yeah. which is maybe more interesting than this yeah. is um, yeah, you get but that. then i without spoiling anything yeah the the quests i wasn't particularly interested in still paid off in really cool ways i thought mm-hmm. um but yeah uh, james did yeah, you do so did you do much of the nightclub stuff the nightclub oh the church yeah, 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 yeah. I did, yeah. I did all of that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I didn't did finish that, yeah. that one. I wasn't totally jazzed. I was interested, but I just at that point I was more focused on just getting to the end. So really. Yeah, because that's that's like the one that I skipped, um, and I'm I'm sort oh, of, I'm I'd... sort of gutted I did because yeah, so am I now. <laughs> yeah, having having read up on it afterwards, it's really interesting. See, uh, I quite like that one, and yeah. I mean mostly also because of the voice acting. Yeah, that guy, you know, the hardcore, oh, yeah, yeah, hardcore <laughs> to the mega. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never got bored of that. I just <laughs> quite enjoyed just like talking to him to hear him say that stuff. It was yeah. Matt, can I just ask you a question? And I don't mean anything by this whatsoever. Here we go. How did you spend fifty six hours on this <laughs> game? Though? I, I need to look into and it, but not finish all the quests. <laughs> well, basically, I, I think it because um, I was playing on my laptop, and I think it maybe. I but I what almost certainly happened is I just closed my laptop when the game was still on and it might have uh, counted that time. Clocks, clock kept, I don't know. Kept it running. was just yeah. it was on my laptop and uh, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of time I just like played it, closed the thing, opened it up again. I was still in the game technically. It probably just counted all those hours, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've yeah. been um, listening to the soundtrack obsessively over the last couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> it's so excellent. good. It's just unbelievable how good it is. But yeah. There's also, I mean, there's just nice stuff, like nice touches as well. That, like, especially because of the relationships you build up with the characters. Yeah. Like Kuno was definitely one of my favourites, even though he hated me through most of it. <laughs> and there's there was one quest which I just want to, I'm going to not spoil it, but well, actually, I'm going to spoil. It, I'm just going to say what happens. Like, yeah. you, there's like a there's a mural like on the wall that you can like paint if yeah. you want to, and you have the choice to like write whatever you want on there. And I chose the I love you Kuno because like, <laughs> like, I just thought he's going to see that and he's going to hate that. It was pretty good. But yeah, I I love that. I thought it was great. I mean, I think definitely after playing through this, it would have been on my game of the year list. Yeah. But I'm not sure if my vote would have changed. Oh, whatever. You just don't want to. I'm still not sure about that. You just don't want to face the regret. (laughs) You know know what the real answer is. Uh, but it's it was good. I I have I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, I it, I played it. I think it was about twenty seven hours I put into it, and yeah. I did really enjoy it. Yeah. It was um, perfect. Apart from <laughs> apart from when yeah, <laughs> Mister fifty six hours, but not even doing all the quests. I don't understand that. It makes no sense. Apart from yeah, but yeah, it was it was it was good. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, we just um, need Dave to finish it now, and then spoiler cast. Ahoy! I can't yeah. wait. I absolutely cannot wait for that. I mean, honestly, I don't even know if one spoiler cast would be enough. But we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Um, oh, anything else? Right. And the only other thing I've played so far is Yakuza Three. Oh yeah. Um, because I got the the collection. Um, yeah. The the like sort of the final collection, which has got three, four, and five in it. Mm-hmm. And this is a bit difficult because the thing is, is Yakuza Five is supposed to be the one that I'm supposed to play because apparently it's it's like visually better and everything, but. I wanted to play three because I, the last one I played was was two, mm-hmm. and so it, it does. Makes sense. Yeah. It continues the story, <laughs> yeah. and it's. I mean, after Judgment, it's nice to be back in Kuryu's world uh-huh. again, yeah. and yeah, to go back to that yeah. and to see him at a different stage in his life because the other ones I played have been you know, when he's when he's quite a bit older, mm-hmm. and it the story takes place directly after after Yakuza two, like the mayhem that there was there, and it's got the old thing of like Kiryu trying to get away from the Yakuza life and. To do this, he's opened up an orphanage in Okinawa, 
Mm. And he's living there with Harakurd, like who's like his kind of like adopted daughter and a bunch of kids. But then he does get drawn back into the whole Yakuza life again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which I mean, I've only played an hour so far, but this this is like, like yeah, this is the way it sort of begins, and it's all based as some of the other Yakuza games have, games have been on the idea of like it's real estate and the fact that his he's he's being chucked out of this like orphanage mm. because of the fact that people want to develop it for something, right. but. I'm pretty certain the story is going to be like a, a, a great deal deeper than that. It's just, uh, I mean, the first, I mean, the first hour of the game, probably a good twenty minutes or so, if in fact maybe more of that was cutscenes um, <laughs> of establishing the story. And this is the problem because I was thinking like I, w- I wanted to talk really about like four and five as well, mm-hmm. but I didn't really want to like start them up because then it spoils everything that's happened in the previous games because right. there's always pretty extensive um like sort of you know catch ups yeah. you know from whatever's what's gone before so I couldn't really do that I mean the only thing about this which I I was a bit taken aback um by the visual downgrade with this because this is not using like the dragon engine it's not using the stuff that was used for Kiwami and for Judgment and it really looks like it's kind of like an upresed version of the original and consequently like the quality of like the motion capture and the acting like isn't great and it really does look like a game from 2009 um because this was the first um yakuza game on ps3 and yeah. so it still looks like that it looks like gta or okay, something yeah, like so that this, like, this isn't a, like, this isn't a kiwami is it this is no yeah they've they've not and i can understand why they haven't done that i mean if you look at some um, like kiwami 2 and like the, the first one and even yakuza 0 all the assets are there because they're, it's Camarucho, so yeah. they're basically just using the same location, change the story, you know, the, the whole, you know, the whole that kind of thing. But this has got like an entirely new like area that you're in. Like you're, you spend a lot of the time in Okinawa in this game, and that would have meant presumably remodeling all of that. And they probably just thought, nah, that's that's going to be like a, a lot of work to do. Yeah. So, but it's a bit of a shame because I've got used to like a level of quality with these games, yeah. like from the earlier ones. And this doesn't quite match that. But then again, the story has still grabbed me because it's great. It's still, you know, to sort of, you know, to see. Particularly, I mean, the thing that they've opened up in the first part of the game <coughs> is this sort of tension that there is between what they're calling like people from the mainland, like Kiryu and like Okinawa people that are living there, and how there's this sort of like, you know, mismatch between the, the, two, um, the two areas. And I'm just looking forward to seeing how it plays out um, because. Yeah, it, it does seem interesting so far. Yeah. But it's just a bit odd. And also, I mean, like the combat system is also... Uh, it's it. I mean, David would say that the other one wasn't that great anyway, but this feels like it's even less depth. Like, it, right. it's... Yeah, it, it feels very basic. And it has, like, the heat moves from the others, but then because the graphics engine's, like, not anywhere near as good, it just mm-hmm. looks a bit not very... Not great. Yeah. It's, um, yeah... But again, but it is a Yakuza game, so I'm sure that the story is going to open up and it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, but that's all I've got about it so far. I'm only an hour in. Cool. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. But it must be pretty cool now you've got all those, or every Yakuza game on one system. It is very good. I mean, that's one of the things I'm very happy about because I've got the entire series now, but then it also does mean that I've got, what, probably about 100 hours of game or more <laughs> than that you know, to get through this year, which is quite a lot. I mean, I'm thinking what I'm going to do is play Yakuza 3, play something else, and then play 4, and then play something else, you know, sort of yeah, try yeah, and make them a bit, bit yeah, because... Yeah. Because the like, thing play is, Judgment two, I mean, play Yakuza five, play. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, <laughs> this is the thing though, because the trouble is, is they are like pretty formulaic games, yeah. and they do follow the same sort of structure each time. Mm-hmm. So, 
there's only so much of that you can do, like in yeah. you know, in in a run. Yeah, yeah. And Judgment was so good, and it's just it just feels a bit of a shame to go back to this, and it looked like like I don't know Grand Theft <laughs> Auto Four or yeah. something like that, or actually worse than that. It's um yeah, but yeah, still exciting. I'm excited to play more Yakuza. Cool, always good. But yeah, God, and that's, that's it. That's, that's all it. I've got. That's it. Emails, bloody hell! Uh, if you want to send us an email, the address is podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Rob Mitchell sent us an email he says hi all thanks for continuing to put out great shows that make my commute to work really enjoyable i do have a bit of an issue though that i'd appreciate your thoughts on i got given as a gift for christmas 2018 a nintendo switch with a couple of games and have since then bought most of the big titles such as zelda mario odyssey and luigi's mansion 3 this is the first nintendo console i've ever owned and i have to be honest i'm really struggling to get any sort of enjoyment from it i've come down the sega and then xbox route so never really experienced nintendo games before but assumed i was missing out I put my issues down to only using the Joy-Cons, so I went and bought a Pro Controller, but sadly I'm still unable to get any of the first-party titles, so get into any of the first-party titles. I've been given maybe 10 hours to each of the games, but I'm not being grabbed by any of them. This is really disappointing, as there has been a lot of cash invested in this, but I'm just not getting it. I'd rather stick to games like Witcher 3 and Red Dead Redemption 2, which I get more enjoyment from. My question is, have you ever felt like you should enjoy a game or maybe a whole console, but no matter how much you just how much you try, you just couldn't connect with it? Also, do you think I should cut my losses and sell my Switch or stick with it a bit longer? Thanks, Rob. Well, I mean, it does sound like you just don't like Nintendo games, and that's... I mean, it is yeah. it is wrong, but there's nothing, <laughs> to, <laughs> there's nothing to be done about it as such, I don't think. Um, like, if, you know, if the examples he's given are Witcher 3 and Red Dead Redemption 2, I mean, obviously Witcher 3 is on the Switch now, but that sort of experience is generally not a thing you're going to get on the Nintendo yeah. console, is it? Um, I'm so. wondering, maybe just also have a look and see what like indie games and stuff there well, are. Well, that's on the, there. yeah. Because it's, really, it's great I mean, for that stuff. If you haven't... I mean, I do think there is something to be said for, like, if you haven't grown up with this stuff, mm. maybe there's less of a click there. Like, in terms yeah. of, like... My, my children have loved it because mm. this is, like, their first kind of experience with Forced this. upon them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. <laughs> but, you know, if you haven't grown up with that, maybe you don't see you know it doesn't resonate with you like yeah. so strongly maybe yeah although i don't know because like i mean breath of the wild is just amazing anyway mm-hmm. it's uh yeah i mean i didn't yeah. go up with nintendo um but i obviously have played you know nintendo games for you know for, for, for as long as i can remember but i didn't own a nintendo system until i had uh the gamecube i mm-hmm. guess mm-hmm. um yeah. well yeah sorry n64 gamecube yeah all that stuff yeah but um but so I, I probably don't have the same sort of level as you guys did who grew up with it. But um, but I, I obviously you know there were stunning games on the platform, so uh, I absolutely, absolutely absolutely love it. But I, I think there probably is a slight a slight difference in how I see these things compared to how you guys do, just because I didn't really grow up with it. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. in terms of like this answer, I, 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 when I got my Xbox One, I basically didn't didn't rate it, didn't like it, didn't re- barely played it really. Mm-hmm. Until I got the the One X, and then I sort of loved it because it was it was fast and stuff. But yeah, I bought that for it and just basically played the PlayStation because that's what everyone was playing on. Yeah, and I sort yeah, of struggled yeah. to play a bit of Xbox One stuff, but I mostly just so wasn't really into it. Mm. It's just like a bit of a joke of a machine. But uh, so I, I and yeah, I got it upgraded. It all changed, but I don't know. I mean, there, there, there's so much more on Switch. If you're not into Nintendo games, there's just so much indie stuff. I mean, if I think about the hours I played, I mean, I guess I put shitless hours into things like Zelda, but it must be, you know, I've probably played way, way, way more indie games than I have Nintendo games. And I bet, like, the amount of hours I've played of indies versus Nintendo is probably about the same. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, totally. Um, I can't think of, yeah, like a, a game or a whole console that I was supposed to enjoy, but I couldn't connect with it. Um, I mean, yeah, like I think when I first got my PS4 Pro, I was a bit like, yes, yeah, but a bit better in it. I suppose yeah. um, <laughs> it wasn't really un- it was an unexciting upgrade that was it was yeah um, but it you know my expectations weren't like massive anyway so it wasn't like mm-hmm. ah fuck what have I done it was just yeah this is a marginal improvement fine um, other than that I, yeah I don't know um, yeah can't think of any I can't think of any either I mean I, I completely understand what you mean Matt though with the Xbox One X because that I mean, I've still got the original one, and as I've said many times, it's a joke console. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, I think maybe when you get the One X, it's, it turns into something that it should have been from the beginning. Yeah, you know, definitely, something, yeah. Just, yeah. You can use it, and it just felt like, okay, I get this machine now. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Xbox One for me that was definitely that. I mean, I think, he, I wouldn't say he should cut his losses just yet. I mean, I'd have a look and see if there is any indie stuff that may be interesting. Yeah. Um, that you might you want to might want to give a try because there is there is so much content on this on that machine mm. that there must be there should be something that you can find enjoyment from. If not, there may be it's not for you. Yeah, is the thing. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you're certainly given it a, like if you got it Christmas 2018, it's not like he's had it for two weeks and he's gone ah fuck this. It's yeah. <laughs> you know he's, he's it's been a while, but um, just. Yeah. Just try some of those, and if it doesn't work, just go back to your shooty bang bang games. Yes, you know, it's, it's fun. Patronise him for the final <laughs> final sign off. Uh, right, Chris Atwood uh, says: Do any of you have, any of you have a subconscious system of playing your games, or have old favourites you can always fire up and sink into for hours? For example, my gaming could be divided up to three tiers. Tier one are ones that I fire up almost daily, or at least a couple of times a week: Dota, Total War games, World of Tanks, PUBG. Tier 2 are favourites I play on a monthly basis when I fancy a bit of a change by slipping into something comfortable. Settlers 2, 1998 classic. Oh, fuck, I'm with you there, mate. Uh, Banished, Battlefield, Wreckfest, maybe a bit of Hotline Miami if I'm feeling adventurous. Tier 3 consists of games that I forget I have. Ones I buy and make myself play for a couple of hours or get talked into buying and playing with friends before they inevitably move on after two weeks. New releases like Call of Duty, super old gems like Masters of Orion 2 and Theme Hospital. Stuff I bought and enjoyed but fell off for no reason or no reason like XCOM. Um, I don't know if I have like a set tier thing. I think certainly my system is usually, yeah, there'll, there'll be one... Yeah, there'll be one game that's my, like, I can't think of what to play. I will just stick that on. It's usually Destiny, although it hasn't been for a while. Um, and then, other than, you know, beyond that, it's it's all to play for, really. Um, I, de- I definitely have this. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I've got, I've got, I play FIFA daily still. Right. So that's like, I suppose that's my, my tier one game yeah. that I play. <laughs> although, I mean, I only play like one or two matches a day or something like that. It's not, I'm not sitting there for like hours and hours yeah, playing yeah, it. Yeah, but it's the the old pair of sneakers thing. It's so, just, yeah, so yeah. Are you playing FIFA what? So, okay, you got time to game, you have a couple of them to warm up or you have that before bed or what? No, I play, I usually play it before I play something else. It's, um yeah, I mean, I, as I said, I, it's only one or two games. So, that's what killing, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes or so. I usually play that. And then, because pl- I've played career mode that I've been playing for like ages and ages now. So I just do that. And then I'll move on to whatever it is that I'm invested in, mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly, you, used, I certainly used to, but I just I just don't really. Um, well, you're a list man I, now, aren't you? You just, you just plow that, you do one thing at a time, tick it off. 
Yeah, I, I've, I've just <laughs> found if I've had, it's like, I mean, I, I don't really read as much as I used to either, but like, I can never read, have two books on the go at once. And also I just mm. feel like I can't have two games on the go at once. I mean, Dep- I, depends I on the it, game. Like if it's something that's really like, you know, something like Disco Elysium where it was like, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah, there is no way that like any other story could have got in my head while that was that was going on. Yeah. Like that was a game that had it, needed its space to to breathe for a while even after i finished it you know i couldn't have moved on to something similar like straight away um see i i usually do the same thing because i i usually have two games on the go at the same time yeah. whereby i usually have like a switch game going and then whatever else on like xbox or ps4 or whatever yeah. but when i played disco elysium i only played disco elysium yeah. like that whole time mm-hmm. because i was just like yeah i want to yeah. really plow through this because yeah. it's really good yeah, yeah. but so uh, yeah generally i've about two on the go mm-hmm. cool uh, right, Simon Meredith says, Hey guys, first of all, love the show. I've now gotten back into gaming properly after a good few years out, and that's thanks to you guys. I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> Huge apologies. Uh, I've been eyeing up an Xbox One for the past year or so, but didn't really have the disposable income to buy one. My brother was very kindly able to lend me his, and I'm just starting to catch up on games I've missed over the years, currently making my way through Dark Souls after hearing about it on one of your old episodes. The issue is now my brother needs his Xbox back, and I definitely don't want to stop playing, especially with some great games on Game Pass currently. So, is it worth purchasing an Xbox One X, knowing that I definitely won't be able to purchase the new Series X at the end of the year, or should I just go with an Xbox One S and just put up with older hardware until I can afford the new Series X? Thanks for the help and keep up the great work with the show. That's a good question. I mean, I'd probably I'd maybe go for the One X at this stage. Would you? Yeah. I think if you if you know you're not going to get a Series X, then and yeah, I would I would probably get get a One X. I mean, there are there are loads of great deals on all the consoles, really. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously, it depends financially where you're at. But yeah, I think if you're going to if you're going to get something, and yeah, you want to potentially also watch like 4K content and and do other stuff again, like uh, as I said, uh, you you buy a game, any game uh, moving forward. Uh, or at least Xbox Studios and other publishers, you know, go into the, the the initiative. But you know, any game you buy will just play the best on depending on what machine you've got. So I would go, yeah. I, I would go Series X because at least you have got 4K machine then. Yeah. Um, whereas like if thought, you, yeah. Whereas if you go to the the One S and then, like when the Series X comes out, it's not, you know, it's not immediately going to be like holy shit, next gen has arrived. Like it'll be, especially if they're doing this sort of crossover period where. Yeah the game's run and everything. Yeah, the Series X games are going to look nicer, but it's not going to be so revolutionary that you're going to feel like you're missing out. No, it's still going to be 4K. No. It's just 4K and more bells and whistles. So at least yeah. with mm-hmm. the with the One X, you'll have the 4K. So, also, um, if you have like the One X for like maybe you know two years or whatever like that, then down the line, the Series X will be cheaper anyway. Exactly, yeah. So I, just, I think, yeah, the One X will probably carry you into a couple of years of the Series X, by which point... It'll have come down a little bit. So yeah, yeah, get a, get a fucking Xbox One X. Yeah, mate. just just get on Hot UK deals, set up some deal alerts for Xbox One X, <laughs> and then just be glued to it every day and like just jump on some crazy deal. Yeah, mate. God, do you know now I'm thinking about doing that because it's just <laughs> so I hate the original Xbox I've got. But yeah. See, I because I'm in this weird place now where my my PC is better than well, so it wouldn't be better than a One X, I don't think, because it can't really do 4K stuff, but. It's definitely like the nicest thing to play games on now. So now I don't know. I mean, maybe when the the Series X comes out, I'm gonna be like, yeah, actually, fuck the PC. Um, but for a while, I feel like I'm I'm all right. It so depends know, if like games like Senua Two and a lot of the other ones are like day and date on PC. Then, well, this is it. Yeah, like yeah. 
yeah, I mean, we've, we've discussed this before, but the whole, like Microsoft, like their whole thing of this sort of, you know, having more parity with their, their PC offering as, as their Xbox offering has made me not have to buy an Xbox. I mean, I've got an original Xbox One now, but I barely touch it. It's basically there to play Skate 3 and that's about it. Um, oh, did you buy a session in the end, Sean? I did. I've not had a proper go on it yet because I, 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 did, I did buy it this week because they've added... Um, what they call legacy controls, which are just the controls from Skate. Um, oh shit! Hang on. So I, I messaged you on a day saying yeah. the, the adding controls, but on that day they said the day after there's going to be Xbox One news. I didn't actually look into what I was. Oh, that's true. Yeah, me neither. Because if that's coming to Game Pass or stuff, I mean, it's Xbox Game Preview. I'll look into it. But yeah, session. Um, it looked yeah. good. Oh, man, do you know you can buy an Xbox One X for two hundred and forty quid now? Can you? That's not bad. Yeah. Fuck. Because yeah. I still yeah. need a four K. Blu-ray player, so that's <laughs> that's essentially knocks hundred quid off. That's how that works, um, right? So um, I know I'm talking about, but yeah, session is coming out on Xbox One this spring. Okay, um, cool. So yeah, but not on Game Pass. Uh, no mention yet. But I mean, it's it only was. like fifteen quid on Steam. So if it's if it costs that much on Xbox, I'll be laughing. But well, yeah. we will because we'll all buy it. Um, but yeah, that's it for the emails. You got any tweets, Matt? Awesome. Let's go on to tweets. Um, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter if you want to tweet us. Uh, big one, first of all. Harrison Hunt, cereal. Milk first or cereal first? Right. Why is this cereal even a question? First? What the fuck? Yeah, what is going on I here? Know. Why would you put the milk in first? I've That's... never known anyone in my life to do milk first. But... Surely if you put milk in first, then you pour the cereal on it. It all splashes everywhere. Yeah. Oh, but also, it would overflow because it's... Yeah, how do you gauge how much milk... To put in because then you're displacing it with the cereal. I don't believe anyone seriously actually does it milk first. That would be that would be insane. Surely, yeah, mm. yeah. It's, it's like, you see, I've seen stuff on Twitter where like you know, you know, making a cup of tea. Do you do milk first, then tea bag, then hot water? So like, you know, <laughs> again, clearly it's hot water, it's tea bag, it's milk. Yeah, because you want it. You want yeah, maximum yeah. heat from the water to brew it properly, and then you put the milk in. Surely. Surely. Anyway, Surely. Um, right, Dan at Tree Smurf on Twitter. Would eat? Would you each like to make a suggestion for my island name for the new Animal Crossing? It's going to be decided by an AI Smash Brothers tournament, so you have to pick a fighter <laughs> to represent your name too. What the hell? It's wait. It's going to be decided. Well, hang on, I'm confused. Would you each oh, like so to make a right, suggestion? So we, right. Yeah. So he's going to put a load of suggestions in an AI tournament. Right. So I understand now. Um, Ah oh, fuck. Um I mean I, I'm go- I mean I'm definitely calling mine Penn Island because it looks a bit like penis land, doesn't oh, it? Come on, sure. Um 34 years old. Um so yeah, I'll go yeah. Well, I mean, actually yeah, so that I'll, maybe I won't do that myself, but I'll throw that in for for Dan's thing instead. So yeah, Penn Island and I pick Kirby. Oh right, nice. Okay. Um <laughs> I presume you already have. I, I, I can, James. Obviously, you played every Animal Crossing. So, do you have you always had the same name for your island or town or whatever? Yes, usually, yeah. Do you want to tell us what it is? No, <laughs> uh, but I will. Um... Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's. Uh... <laughs> Come on, James. <laughs> I'll give you a suggestion, though. I mean, I don't know why, but I, the word Bratwurst has just come into my head. Right, why my not? Head, and yeah. yeah, that's the island name. Bratwurst, and who's your fighter? Uh, so you've chosen Kirby, which is irritating because I was going to do that. <laughs> but he's um, the best. I don't know. He is. It's the you know being able to do like the downward, like turning into a anvil yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. is like Classic. really useful. 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just, just I can't say think of Mario or so. It doesn't matter. It's the... <laughs> uh, Yoshi. Okay. Yoshi, there you go. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't choose Isabel. She's in it, isn't she? Is she? I don't think she's Maybe a character. She's, she's DLC, innit? I'm not paying for oh, that. Right, okay. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Um, okay. Um, Mount Halo, Mark. Um, <laughs> Mount, it's just, just MT, you yeah. know, and a full stop, and a Halo, Mark. It's H A E L O M U T. Mount Halo, Mark. Um, okay. And then, because, well, when, you know, you know why I call things Halo, Mark, don't you, Sean? No, I, mean, I don't think I do. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a terribly exciting story, actually. But, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I've um, generally always, any time I could ever name a character, I've just called the character Matt Murray. Right. Um, but that, when I played Skyrim, that didn't really seem to fit. <laughs> you know, it just yeah. felt weird. <laughs> okay. You know, in the world of Skyrim to yeah, call yeah. someone Matt Murray. Matthew Murray, So yeah. I just went, okay, well, it's basically like, you know, hello, hello, Mutt, but it's just like, it, but it's written in a way it sort of sounds like fantastical. So, H-A-E, Halo Mutt. And so now, yeah, making my characters now are called Halo Mutt. Halo Mutt. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Halo Mutt. So, yeah, Mount Halo Mutt. And yep. uh, my character uh, is... Um, is Marth in it from... I assume Fire? so. Yeah, Marth from, from Fire Emblem. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go in. Cool. Hopefully that answers your question. Andrew Gushwin is also <laughs> an Animal Crossing question. Which fruit should your AC hometown have? Or what fruit? Peaches, so. peaches all the way. Really? You see, I'm a, yeah. I'm a pears man. Really? Yeah. What? Why you peach? Like pears. Because you like peaches, or you know they're like because financially worthwhile. Because I like worthwhile. peaches. Okay. Because I like peaches. Yeah, that's the only reason. Millions of peaches. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I really like pears. That's that's my rationale oh, as well. I, you know, I hate, I hate pears. What's wrong with pears? I, I can't stand them. I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> a couple of years ago, yeah. when I was living in Shanghai, yeah. I was really ill, yeah. and Chen's mum like had this whole thing about how if you if you're ill like with sore throat that kind of thing yeah. you got to have lots of pears <laughs> and so she used to like get pears and like you know like mash them up and everything and like turn them into this horrible drink <laughs> like really it was vile and it was all gritty as well because that's the thing with pears that's the goodness that's why I don't like pears it's the grit I just don't <laughs> like them so it's the grit I'm not I'm not eating pears okay disgusting right. fair enough yeah wow. I, don't, I really like pears what about you Matt. Um, I don't mind pears. Yeah, all right. No, um, I wasn't asking what you thought about pears. I was, I was okay. Before <laughs> you asking about my pear. <laughs> um, well, favorite fruit is probably um, it's toss up between banana and apple. Okay, um, that's fair. I yeah, well, I'll go banana. You're gonna go banana because they got right. they got a little case and they're nice and they are um, they're built in packaging. Exactly, environmentally yeah. friendly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a perfect the perfect fruit do you know what um, you know, gets me about bananas though you know so as you when you're unpeeling it you know you get the like the strings down the yeah, sides yeah I'm not a fan of them yeah. so they're bad one time I had a banana where it had one of those through the middle all the what? way yeah it had like a little like <laughs> hard core in it and I was like Ugh! and I yeah could not eat a banana for several weeks after that Oh, that's horrendous. I mean, I love yeah, bananas, but I think that might that might make me change my exactly, mind about bananas. Exactly, mate. You sure yes. it wasn't one of those, you know, like on competitions they do, like, oh yeah, find the gold M&M and M&M with you get the this. solid center and you win a <laughs> trip to Barbados. Find the solid center and you won a year's worth <laughs> of um, yeah. Well, yeah, because you always, whenever there's one of those competitions, you're like, oh, what what if like someone who won it just didn't realize and they just ate the crisp or whatever whatever it is that you're supposed to look for? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, nightmare. <laughs> right, what's Piston next? Twister. Now that Dave's off, 
Can you talk about how you're finding the new, fluffy, less confrontational main one? While the pod can lack the sheer anxiety and terror of old, I feel it's been a natural and needed progression. How do you feel about it? Well, he, he still likes to just sit in the background and stir things, doesn't he? And that <laughs> seems to be his master. new... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. this is his new like, method. But, yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is he's just more insipid about it. He's still... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, it's scary, if anything. So like, um, I'd rather just shouting, at least I know where we are with things. <laughs> I mean, it's just little comments like, okay, where's this going? It's more sarcasm, isn't it? It's like, when you ask yeah. me a question, yeah. what, what does this really mean? What are you really asking? I mean, I, uh, what's interesting is, like, it, do we think this is like an intentional sort of editorial decision he's made, or is it just that two kids now, he hasn't got the energy? I think, so I think it's one. partly that. Yeah. I mean, he, he sounds like a geography teacher doesn't he, sometimes with that. You know, it's like, it's like, I'm just disappointed in you. You know, it's just the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, again, no, that hurts nice. more. <laughs> really? that, that's worse than being shouted at. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Oh. <laughs> I, I think really it's because he knows that we've got the power now. and um, That's true. It's just, yeah, he, he, he can't fight it. You know? Yeah, he knows, well, he knows we can go? do this without him now. So Exactly. Well, you know I mean, I mean, tonight has been a testament to that. Absolutely, mate. Um, James A. Turner, uh, speaking of the devil, uh, what do you think Sega would have to do to make a Sonic game you would play beyond the usual make a good one bollocks? Um, <laughs> well, no, just just do another Sonic Mania. That was brilliant. But they are it's... doing that, aren't they? Because obviously Sonic Mania was worked in conjunction... The person that they worked with was someone who was prominent in the scene making custom Sonic like hacks and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and levels and stuff. And then last I heard, they had actually brought him in properly to a team to make another Mania or make another Sonic game. But like, but okay, so, but, it, but if they were to make like a fully, totally unique Sonic game like Mania, what would that wouldn't be enough to like turn the series around, would it? It's sort of, yeah, I feel like the... Like people will still treat the the two D stuff as a bit of a like yeah well, all right you made a good a good two D Sonic game we've already had those what you need to do is crack doing a three D one like make it good um, I say just don't bother well, there is that no, just don't bother no, what, what happens to you saying like yeah just stop trying just give in no yeah you've got to keep trying I mean if anyone's curious so uh, this a friend of the show Rich Warner sent me this in a WhatsApp group earlier I, mean, I only had a quick look at it um, Sonic Utopia. It's a fan project, I think, and it's a 3D one, and it looks cool as shit. Um, it's oh, really? like it's 3D one, and it's really fast, but all the areas are like really quite open, so it looks like there's actually a really good sensation of speed. Um, which is obviously that's the main thing. I mean, it's kind of a problem in the 2D ones, but especially in the 3D ones, you can like it's like yeah, Sonic it goes really fast, except it, like <laughs> unless we basically take control away from you, you're definitely just going to hit something and stop or fall off or die or, or whatever. Um, Whereas this actually, uh, Sonic Utopia actually looks like it does a decent job of like letting you have shitloads of momentum and just go blasting around a huge 3D environment. So that's But also, I mean, the other problem with this is that it's, I mean, this has been a problem with 2D Sonic as well mm. since the first one and then going to Sonic 2. Like, momentum is obviously part of Sonic games, yeah. but also it's the exploration as well. Yeah. And there's never been enough focus on that, yeah, yeah. really. Yeah in like 3D Sonic games and that is something you probably could do a lot better mm-hmm. it was I mean they did it in Sonic Adventure and stuff but it was it was rubbish wasn't it? But I'm, I'm going to say something yeah. that I think people will probably laugh at but I'll say well, I uh, still think Sonic could have its Mario 64 moment 
Yeah. I, f- I think that's potential. And like, yeah, wouldn't why that not? be incredible? Yeah, but any, anything could. Like, Busby the Bobcat could if you put enough. <laughs> Busby! Bobsy! Getting mixed Sonic up with the fucking footballers. There's still potential, it's never really done that properly. Yeah. And we know we're 2020 and all that, but you know, it's like it should have done it <laughs> yeah, 20 years ago, but it, there's still potential. Man, the finest minds have already tried <laughs> and failed. But this is the, this isn't is curing cancer, I'm sure they can do it. I'm sure they, they can get enough people in the room. They, I mean, surely it's not the impossible challenge to make an incredible. You who know, do you think they need I mean, to, to figure this out? Like, who's... Kojima. J. Allard. <laughs> yeah, he'll do it. I don't know why, but... Yeah. I mean... Oh, I was going to say Miyamoto. <laughs> but if, get him in and say, look, what what the fuck should we do? Yeah. <laughs> I guess the trouble is, I mean, as you said, like, with Sonic, people want to go fast, and there's, there's only so fast you can go before you like, how I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. So it's like... It, so if the whole point of Sonic is to go fast, then that is that was never ever really going to work as a platformer. Yeah, like really, you're always going to be limited by because the whole thing is that yeah, in order to move that fast and have any sort of degree of control over it, you you need super reaction speeds as well. Um, yeah, and we don't have those because we are shitty human beings. Um, so yeah, like, it's, really, it's how you mitigate that. It's how you give the sensation of speed and control. But in a way, like, and in a way that's meaningful, but you can't, like, you could fuck up, but it's quite hard to fuck up, I guess. I, I, unless you just said, you know, Sonic isn't fast, and there are, like, fast bits, but yeah. Sonic is, like, you know, it's it's a Mario game. Like, well, that's basically could... what the, uh, was it Sonic Unleashed? But like, oh, he's a werehog now. Oh, God. Which makes him that. slow and, but powerful. Eh. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, you know, that that gets me excited that, that there's this sort of potential because Sonic because there's never you know he's never really done it you know yeah. there must be someone out there who knows what to do to turn this character into a decent 3D game but yeah imagine imagine an open world Sonic game where you just explore all of that like all those different zones and all that kind of stuff that could be you could do something with that yeah yeah okay so or not there we go we've, <laughs> we've fixed it <clears throat> open <next>? world <laughs> MMO Sonic MMO yeah oh my god yeah, I'd play that. Yeah, me too, actually. Um, uh, Gavlar, at Gavlar18. <laughs> right, no, I'm just like, had a read and stuff. <laughs> went back to Red Dead this week after a year of not playing it. I found the controls ridiculously complicated, and I wonder if I was maybe swept up in the story at the time. Have you ever went back to what you thought was a classic and found it to be no longer enjoyable? I'll tell you what, Gavlar. I'm sure I've done this recently. The controls were gashed last. The, the controls were gashed when you played it first time. <laughs> they were. Oh, way too complicated for that pad. Yeah, okay. I, I, they weren't great. I only Come accidentally on. shot someone like once. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got used to him because I played the game enough. But um, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that but you shouldn't. I don't think you should have to get used to stuff to that degree. Like it's just, it could have been streamlined to make it more enjoyable. Well, I think. no, mm. but I, I don't. I, I, I don't say. I don't see how you can say that. Like it's, they didn't just say they're the controls done. They clearly must have tested this for months and maybe years, and that was the best they could come up with to actually make the game rubbish. Well, no, rubbish. <laughs> it's easy for you to well, say so, no. So you're, just, just make okay, it better. Matt, Matt, are you are you saying okay? So you're saying that the controls in Red Dead are the best they possibly could have been. I'm saying they must have played heads of that game to absolute death for years, and I, I, and. 
I think they would have done enough <laughs> tests. They would have done everything with control system under the sun, this scheme under the sun, and said, sadly, with the level of complexity and all the things you can do and control on the horse and other things, this is probably the best you're going to get. Well, yeah, the, no, the counter to no that no is other... should they have sacrificed some complexity? I guess. Yeah. But yeah, mm. but if I said yeah, we, we had to make it less complex to to make it control okay. Yeah. I think enough people, myself included, just got used to the complex controls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get used to it, yeah. but it's not it's still not ideal like the way that they that that was laid out. I mean, I think ideal is just playing on PC cuz you got like all the keyboard shortcuts and stuff probably. Sitting at a desk, mouse and yeah. keyboard. Proper way to enjoy a story. Yeah, that's that's the way to be a right, real cowboy. <laughs> uh, um, in terms of going back to games, I thought were classics and turned out to be shite. There's been a there's some weird rumours circulating about Jet Set Radio this week, and that reminded me that yeah, oh, really, don't, don't, yeah, don't, oh, don't yeah. go back to that game. It's because um, it's not as good as you remember. I, 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 yeah, I love the original, but the that. one on Xbox I didn't like as much. Future, future's okay. Uh, I, I don't like it. Got the shit kicked out of it at the time. I think it's a. a decent enough sequel but it's yeah just the controls are so fiddly now um it's just yeah it's a shame soundtrack's still a banger though mm-hmm. um yeah definitely yeah. one of the ultimate uh what's yeah, another I, one i'll be scared so, to go back to classics frankly because yeah. I, I almost don't want to you know find out actually no this game's shit or it's like oh the frame rate's bad to what i'm used to these days yeah just... so like some games are just better in your memories and that's fine Keep them that way. Yeah, uh, I, I remember mean, going sure back Mario to Mario 64 is still unbelievable. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, um, but like going back to Oblivion, that's a that's a big one because I remember thinking that game looked fucking real, and and yeah. I, I <laughs> aged really badly. Um, but yeah, but it's only the games that unless they're really stylized, they yeah. always they always badly, don't they? Yeah, that's anything why... anything 3D that's supposed to look realistic. Um, yeah, that's why even games like Mirror's Edge, I know that was like kind of realistic, but like it was so stylized that that still looks striking these days. Like games like um, uh, like Oberdin, like that that's yeah, yeah. gonna just seem timeless forever, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that never ages. Which is which is what timeless means. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but anything else just gonna be a little bit ass. It's a, tra- it's a what's a bit shit if like think about the early 3D games. Those mm-hmm. games are not games that were like. Let's have a remaster. Let's have like a, let's have like a, that game back because that was a game where that was a time when everyone was just working out how to even make yeah. cameras work in games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. yes, you can play like retro style games because you know because they nailed it back then. But no one's like, let's remake a three D adventure game from PS One. Yeah, oh, what, remake remake no, Pandemonium. Or fucking yeah. it's, well, no, no, but it's different because <laughs> yeah, because they are because that. they are changing things fundamentally because they're not like because yeah. there's so much bad stuff around the time of cameras and even controlling yeah. things was awful, you know. Yeah. You yeah, think, was, James? yeah, like all the rules were being well, no, because... completely reestablished, which is why like Mario sixty four was such an incredible achievement because they basically wrote the rule book for a lot of things. Um, like you know when when three D games were still in their infancy, while everyone was you know while games like Croc. We're still I was, being I was made. about to mention Croc. Let's talk about Croc 3D and, and, and Sonic Star, which had that Sonic bit where you're like 3D Sonic, and it yeah. was the same in a way. Yeah, it, that, that was my Mario 64. <laughs> um, Thomas at Lamafla 42. How does Matt find the energy to p- tackle brutally hard games? I admire that silly determination. I give up too easily these days. Yeah, I just don't give up. Well, I want to learn, and but 
we, we covered this on stream. I, I don't know if they are that hard. It's just you, you, there's things to learn and you will learn it and then you, you get it done eventually and also don't give I, up. I also, I also think this is because you're streaming the map. I think if you were not streaming it, I don't think... Yeah, because you give up on I, loads of games, Matt. And yeah, not even particularly I, hard I, ones. I think, and that's fine. Like It's, it's okay yeah, but, to move on. Yeah. But that that's that's not because of hard. That's just because like, I've just you know other things to do. Whereas <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if you're right though, James. If it wasn't streaming, I wouldn't have probably played any of these games. I mean, I, I didn't want to play Dark Souls back in the day because I was like, why, why do I want, why do I want to do that? But <laughs> that's you know that, that's part of the fun. That's part of the rush. Um, yeah, and obviously you know I I streamed the journey. Like it is good. To, like it's, you know, it's a worthwhile thing to like stream stuff that's out of your comfort comfort zone. I think there's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. I need to find the next hard game now. Um, it won't be my next one, but you know. Um, Do uh, getting over it with Bennett Foddy? No, I mean I've, I've seen that, and that, <laughs> that, that does that does look ridiculous. Have you seen that um, when you finish it, it opens up a live chat with with Bennett the Dev? Does it, it? Yeah, he he did a talk about it. Oh, he, yeah. So it opens up a thing, and it like he said basically it's because it's only happened like a, a couple, a few dozen times, I think, and. It, like pretty much every time he's been there, like he gets an alert on his phone, he opens up this little chat room, and it's like, yeah, you can just chat to him for like two minutes. Amazing. And then I mean, yeah. I've watched videos because I think Limmy is streaming at one point, and yeah. I just watched, I watched off on YouTube, and like, mm. people, you know, people racing through that, and like, you know, a minute and a half or something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what time it is, but you know, just seeing him just, you know, flawlessly just, up that hill yeah, is, yeah. is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, the last two weeks, I've, 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 okay, right. I'm, I'm, uh, James, you, you need to be a lot, a lot quicker if you're going to start deleting uh, messages. <laughs> no, I'm not deleting stuff. I'm just, I'm adding comments. Yeah, comments like yeah. no in capitals <laughs> and in, in red news. <laughs> okay, James, which of these am I allowed to read? Uh, let's have a look. Um, James, it's, t- it's ten past ten. Come on. Uh, to to okay, be clear, I, think I don't maybe... think James is intending to be rude. He's just pointing out that this question is sort of covered in the the news segment. Yeah, that's but, exactly yeah. what I'm yeah, trying yeah. to do here. Um, go for the one from Johnny Ball. That's all right. Okay. Thanks for telling me how to do my own section. <laughs> Johnny Ball. What piece? You need to help, clearly, Matt. But you know, what? this is great. What? Dave's not even here. So, so yeah, I mean, you should be you should be screening these depending on what we've already talked about. What piece of gaming tech <laughs> do you think was the future, but turned out to be an absolute <coughs> clunker? I thought steam machines were going to be the next big thing back. Uh, way back when and I couldn't have been more wrong uh, Matt your answer is Google Stadia yeah, that's fair. Well, Google Surely, Stadia Matt, is going to be the future it's just it's not in a current future the number one here has got to be connect surely like that was supposed to be, <laughs> yeah. that was supposed to be the oh, future yeah, but did any of us really think that though? I was going to say I can't say ever thought it's going to be the future <laughs> It was. I, I love the technology but I wasn't like oh, all games can be controlled this way yeah yeah, um, I mean, I think when I first got into VR, I said, "Okay, this is clearly the future of gaming." But mm. um, you know, because it's felt so unbelievable to experience games in that way, and it still blows my mind to this day. You know, I could put on a VR headset and try a new experience, and it's still like this is still amazing. But it, it, it's and maybe I knew it was going to be a little bit niche, but I thought it was going to make you be. You know, I thought it was going to be bigger, but I think even if it gets way, way bigger, it'll still just be like one section of gaming yeah. rather than like this so all games are going to be played in the future yeah i mean yeah, maybe exactly. in 50 years time i'll be eating my words um providing i'm still here but um <laughs> but i don't know yeah i thought it's gonna be like that was it but it's, it's just a very, a very very small section of it really yeah yeah definitely i got when i was a kid i got this really awful um virtua cop 
game that it was a little headset that you wore and it had a little eyepiece that you p- flip down in front of your eye and it was just like an LED game where it projected <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, projected like a little so it was like a little heads up display almost and you, there were men and you shot them uh, and I played it for about an hour and then I felt really sick and I had a headache so my mum took it back you don't but see at those, what don't point see did you think it was going to be the future uh, well I just thought oh my god it's like virtual reality isn't it I mean I was about like six at the time um, but yeah it, it seemed like a cool like VR thing Um because you just look wherever you want, and then the guys are there. So I assume it's like it's augmented reality, mate. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and it was just an absolutely miserable experience. So there you go. I went back to Argos, straight back in the bin. Yeah, mate. Uh, uh, I, you mentioned Virtual Cop. I was just I was just trying to find a tweet from Ashley Day from Team Seventeen, who said they saw like a Virtual Cop style game on Switch, but it was terrible. But I can't find it now. It must be like a bit <laughs> early on. It's like. That's something to come back. Oh, here we go. Yeah, oh, I don't know what it's called, but it's basically it's called, oh, it's called Assault Chain Gun. It's on a Japanese eShop. Sounds amazing. Uh, bad apparently. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, uh, Connect VR Stadia. What about you, James? You must have seen something for this. Is it now? Um, well, no, because James doesn't feel like that about anything. Nothing. He's just like uh, another inevitable disappointment. If you were well, there, yeah. if, James, if you were there when man invented fire, you'd be like, I won't catch on. What's the point? It's hot stuff. Who cares? Yeah. The sun's flat. Ooh, it? it makes food safe to eat. Ooh, it stops you from dying of cold. Whatever. Yeah, no, maybe I want to die like, of cold. I burnt my hand now. What? This is rubbish. <laughs> Who, no, forget it. Don't do that again. You've tried picking it up and oh, now I haven't yeah. got a hand anymore. This is bullshit. It doesn't fit in my bag. <laughs> I can't. So just, you know, you sometimes you just have to look at the downsides for things, you know? It's not all just like great. You have to like think, you know, what are some of the potential negative consequences of this? And one day they'll figure out how to use this to shoot guns at each other, and it's yeah, oh, rubbish, but absolute I, bollocks. I prefer eating cold dinosaur than warmed up <laughs> di- di- dinosaur. Oh, I reckon James is. Do you reckon he's one of those people who just eats raw meat? Definitely. No, come <laughs> off it. Just anti-fire. Oh, yeah. people freak me out. Um... What Rich Spurs twenty four. What one of my favourite bars in Magaluf was Del Boys, which only showed only falls and horses twenty four hours a day. If you were to open a gaming bar during the same, uh, what would you theme it on, and what would you call it? Uh, I need a lot more time to think about this. <laughs> gaming bar doing the same thing. What would you theme it on? <coughs> um, Let's think. So bar. I mean, loading bar's already taken. Yeah, shame. That's yeah. Shame. It's the. It's I mean, you could you could do like a Witcher three one. I mean, that's the obvious. What would it? you call it? Would you just name it after a bar in the game, like a pub or something? No, no, it's got no. a pun in it, really. Horsons. <laughs> so what? So what? No. So what? Did you... Horses. I'm just doing that bit in the game. I mean, it'd be it'd be horrific. <laughs> it'd be. So the, yeah. the bar's called horses. No, horsons, I think. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no horses. I mean, horses is better. Can we have a Witcher theme bar called horses? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's it about? Well. Well. Imagine you're like, oh, yeah, there's this bar called horses. I really like horses. I'm going to go along and it's all Witcher themed and sad. Brilliant. Mm. Um, I can't think think of any others. Uh, Like a themed... I can't... I don't know. 
I mean, a Minecraft one would be dead easy, right? Because you make everything just out of giant oh, blocks. Yeah, yeah, it could be like Minecraft Ale. Yeah, that would work. You could just sell all the Minecraft food that's is. in the game. Like, oh, you can have some wheat or an apple. Um, and the only thing yeah. to drink is water or lava. Yeah, I like that. Um, That'd work. Yeah, that's good. I don't know what I'd call, I'd call it. Call it Creepers. That's what I'd I call mean, it. Call it Creepers. <laughs> yeah, well, wait, hang out tonight, Creepers. You yeah, know, I'm, creepers. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, sounds I'm, great. I'm, gonna I'm take not going to bother, actually. All my friends there. It sounds like a safe place to be. Um, um, I just I, There's <laughs> got to be like an amazing pun here, which we can do. I, I mean, know, but we're not funny, so... And also, I yeah, I'm not, don't want to sit here for ten minutes while you try and figure out a pun, Matt. James, we started just, early tonight, and this is this. Ha- this I know we this, did, but that's the beauty of this. This is actually like, working out as a we, short one, so it's not. I've looked at the time; it's it's still oh, it's over two it's hours. Within, I'm sorry, it's still within regulations. <laughs> it's like you know, <laughs> it's regulation length at least. <laughs> what else we got, Matt? Um. Okay, last one here, Oodles. <laughs> I'm just seeing if I'm thinking of written any more notes. Uh, Oodles, uh, I suffer from serious FOMO. I'm even picking up Animal Crossing and I have no interest in it. Do you ever, any of you suffer from deep lingering FOMO? If so, what are you taking a punt on even though you're not asked? Uh, I mean, dreams is my answer, isn't it? Because I don't, I mean, I don't, that, I don't think FOMO I want it. just boredom? I do. <laughs> I, get, I get this every single time a new Pokemon game comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where I just think, I should try this. And then I always inevitably end up trying well, it no, and being... not again. Slight, slightly bored. Yeah. Yeah. This would be the one, yeah, this be the one that, that takes you know, takes me. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, I do. That's why I buy any old stuff. I'm like, well, I've got to have the new thing. And, uh, there's been nothing really. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, even dreams is interesting to me. That, that's how bad it's got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah, that's it for questions. Cool. Uh, we have actually just got an email, and I feel like it's worth reading out. Uh, it's from Joe Joe Mank. Did we say it was Mank or Mankey? No, no, it's Mankey, yeah. It is Mankey. Mankey. Okay, Joe Mankey. Um, old Mankey Joe. So, hey, guys, do Brits call bathroom stalls cubicles? Cubicles are the things people work at in office, uh, work in our offices. Stalls are where you do poos. Then again, we Americans cannot be trusted. Someone said that while discussing the person who wrote to tell you he only poos in the nude... Wait, someone said... Th- oh, someone said that while discussing the person who wrote to tell you he only poos in the nude, which was a great discussion. You should all try that approach, approach for a week and report on the results. Thanks. Joe in Seattle. Um, I mean, I'm never going to do that. I actually no. changed my socks in a cubicle today, and it, that felt weird. Matt, what's going on? Matt, can you do the socials? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I went to work, and I didn't realise my socks had a hole in them, and it was really annoying me, so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go to Asda, just going to buy some socks, and I'm just going to change them in the toilets. And I had a great yeah. day after that, so who's the idiot now? I mean, I, I, I've I've got fully changed in in, in cubicles of work. If you like going out afterwards and stuff, it's fine. Just who cares? So you, you can wear whatever you want in work anyway, though, right? You don't have to. Yeah, wear. no. But what if I want like a better t-shirt for going out afterwards, <laughs> or it's like the Christmas great. do or something? You know. Yeah. yeah. All right, fair enough. What if I want skinnier jeans? You know, for about that. D- Sean? Matt, ev- everyone in your office definitely <laughs> wears skinny jeans all the time. No, no, not everyone. No. Okay. <laughs> fine. Just I believe you. Just moosed. Um, uh, yeah, do anyway. socials if you want. Yeah. Okay, James. La Noir Friday is that happening? Or have you, have you, how you must be close to finishing it now, right? Well, you'd think so, but um, no, because every single time I play this game, I get stuck usually for about forty-five <laughs> minutes to an hour wandering around a single room, and it's really irritating. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I think I'm near the end of this one. I've got one more case after this one, but I'm just dreading how long that's going to be. It's just 
hate that game. Absolutely hate it. I mean, it, you stop if you want. Friday Just pick something else. No, I don't like not finishing things. I will oh, finish it. I'm going to finish it on Friday. Well, I won't finish it on Friday, but, you know. Yeah. I, I'm probably about another four or five weeks, and I'll be done with it. It's. Uh, I, I mean, I heard irritating. you on that last stream, James. I don't know if you can take another four or five weeks. Well, the trouble is, I'm pretty certain it was a bug, okay. like, last right. time, which prevented progress, right. because everyone was telling me what to do. Didn't you say it the week I looked before, it up afterwards. Hmm? Didn't you say it was a bug the week before? When you... <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a bug. That was that was stupidity on my part. <laughs> okay. But um, but this week, it, I, I looked it up, and it was not happening as it's supposed to okay. happen. So, yeah, I'm pretty certain it was a bug. Okay, well, anyway, if you miss if you miss James's stream live uh, Friday nights at nine, you can watch um, the video on our YouTube channel. Just search TCGS on YouTube. It's well worth uh, rewatching them just to hear just to hear basically James have a meltdown. Yeah. Uh, this Sunday, Sekiro is done. I am streaming um, Super Metroid in what yes, I'm calling mate. Super Metroid. I cannot now, wait. I haven't streamed for my Switch before, so I've got all that sorted out in the week uh, and do the artwork and stuff. But yeah, Super, Ma- Super Metroid starting Just this Sunday at like half past eight. It's fine. No, no, I've got it on. I've got it on SNES. I've got it on like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. online. <laughs> um, but I basically have like zero knowledge of Metroid really, so I'll be going to it incredibly fresh. Yeah. Uh, that Sunday night at half past eight, and then that's it for streams. If you've got Amazon Prime, plenty of you do. You also have Twitch Prime, and with that, you get one free sub every month. You can go over to our channel and give us your free sub. It doesn't cost you a penny, uh, and we really massively appreciate it. Do it when we're streaming. You get a cheeky little shout out as well. Yeah, uh, one patron, patreoncom slash TCGS. So in the last week or so, we put out our monthly patron exclusive podcast. We talk about Sonic movie, kids movies, James um, James's thoughts on things that blow up, um, and a bit of our res show, I guess. And um, we also did a talks over. We talked over uh, Nintendo's E3 2008 press conference about the Wii. Uh, this is two years. No, it's like 18 months or so into the Wii's life, and uh, it's quite a show. It's quite a show. You, you can watch our videos a month early if you subscribe to $10 uh, tier on, on Patreon, and there's other stuff in there as well for you. Uh, and you can go to computergameshow.com for everything else. Uh, there's a store in there, some other stuff, information about our Res live show, which is happening in just under a month now, information about tickets is on there, the meet is happening on the same day, which is Saturday, 28th of March. Uh, the Minnery's pub straight afterwards. Well, not straight afterwards, it's about six-ish. And the show's are free. Don't go 30. mental. So yeah, all the information is on the show.com. And if you have listened to this and you're like, what game do they talk about? Look at the <laughs> podcast notes on your player or go to the website. I mean, we only talked about three games and one of them was Minecraft, so I think everyone will be all right. I don't know. I don't- <laughs> I'll still get a tweet. <laughs> uh, right, cool. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, sorry Dave wasn't here he'll be back he'll be back he hasn't got a kid's birthday every week he'll be fine um, but you know the main thing is just thanks for letting us be natural cheers bye bye see ya.